I want to do over. Um, so yeah, it's been a really busy week. Um, busy considering, you know, we're still under quarantine and shit, but it's been busy in the sense that we finally launched our Patreon, which we've been talking about doing for months. And, um, it's really not as easy as you would think. It's not as easy as I thought. I was just going to say it was like five times more difficult than I thought it would be. It's not direct uploads from your phone. Mm-mm. It's not, um, it's nothing like that. So it's, there's a lot of other programs you have to use with it that you have to learn because you don't normally use them. And um, yeah, it's it's a lot more work, but we're happy to do it. And Definitely. we're overwhelmed by the amount of support that we've got in a fucking day Holy from you guys. Shit. Like, yeah. Wow. So, I mean, we're just happy that we can now work on offering you guys the content that you guys have been asking for. Right. Because we've been getting messages for the last two years about video. When are you going to do video? Why don't you do a YouTube mm-hmm. page? Why don't you do this? The thing is, um, the stuff we talk about would instantly be demonetized on YouTube. Or we would have to, and if we didn't want to, we would have to censor ourselves. Yeah, so and that. that's not <laughs> what this show is. So we would not be able to keep our same content um, and be successful on YouTube. So it would kind of be like pointless. Yeah. Um, but yeah, now we can and we can offer private video and, you know, more give you guys a more intimate experience and then also have a little budget, not only for the production of all that stuff, but gifts and rewards that we want to give you guys too mm-hmm. like that we can we'll be able to finally do that because we're an independent show <laughs> and so like I don't know if you guys realize it takes money to to produce all this stuff um we're not like at home recording on a laptop <laughs> like we're, we're in a studio and you know it's uh there's editing involved and you know all that stuff costs money so I mean, and neither of us work conventional nine to fives either, you know, so. Well, we can't work right now at all. I can't. So that's, it's, it's. I'm not either. My lady's gone. Yeah. So um, anyway, this gives us the budget to put more in and make it a better show. And I'm super excited about that. Yeah, definitely. Very excited. I'm just really blown away by all the support so far. Yeah. I thought we would have some, but nothing like this. Like this is crazy. It's makes me really happy you know we've always had people that we've thanked for sending us coffee money and Mm -hmm. you know we would get that like every month and I was just like well you know what maybe we could do this and that money that they would send us for that could be used towards this you know so and and it's working out so I'm super happy about that and and the people we know personally that you know signed up thank you guys as well because your stupid brothers thank yeah, you so my much brothers i got all the emotional when i saw them subscribe i was like oh look richard and william that was really <laughs> fucking sweet because they don't have to do that you know i like i've said before i have personal friends that don't even listen for whatever yeah. reason that would definitely not subscribe so it's it's very nice to see it is all of you guys thank you for loving us 
Definitely. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? It was something related to that. I'm fucking forgetting. Oh, I was going to say, I put together some videos last night, okay, that I am going to share this week for, for the tier that, you know, includes videos, exclusive right. videos. Right. Um, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm. this is a learning process for us. Yes. There is no filter on these videos. Oh, <laughs> so here we go. I look gross. I don't want to play no more. I don't want to play. I don't look cute at all. I couldn't put a filter Um, just from like... Because I recorded on my phone. So just from my phone trying to add one of the, the like iMovie filters on there. No, <laughs> no, there's no doing it. No. Wow. So I was like, if I had a better computer, I could probably do it on the computer. Right. But I don't. So I'm like, I'm just going to fucking release this it. This is me. Fuck it. This <laughs> yeah. is me. This is us. Yeah. So you're going to get raw footage, like raw. I'm going to make beginning. sure I only record during golden hour outside. Yeah. In, sitting on the grass. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The fuck? But I mean, tr- if we're trusting you guys this much, like that'll let you know it means a lot to us. Definitely. I don't really be posting video like that. And this... I was looking at them last night because it took me forever to like learn the steps of how to get them shared. Yeah. And I was just like, fuck, editing is not even in, An the, in the cards right now. Like that's, we can't like I can't. So fuck you guys are them. Gonna get some raw footage this week. <laughs> they looked good, though. I'm, I know we're our worst critic, but yeah. I, they looked good. Yeah, whatever. They could be better. I appreciate it, I know the potential and, and they could be. Yeah, better. there's five, you know, yeah. I sent you like two or something, but. You get the gist of what I'm trying to do. I'm right. not going to say what they are right now, but um, I got my point across. Yeah. So. Yeah. It works for now. They'll get better. It's all going to be a learning process. Yeah, definitely. <coughs> I have vertigo again. I've been, Today, I don't feel good. I felt like I was going to faint after I climbed my stairs to go to the car. Um, I really, I don't feel good at all. Yeah, the last... Well, I've been battling a sinus infection for two weeks, but it finally just hit yeah. hardcore the last two days and yesterday and today I just feel horrible and I've been getting hella dizzy. I woke up this morning, my right lymph node is so swole, like when I move my neck, it hurts. Oh. I have a huge ass fever blister inside my lip um, and it's all related, you know, to my immune system because it's compromised because of my sinuses but and because you don't drink water i've been your drinking body water. is probably in liver failure and right you know now what i did <laughs> it's slowly shutting Fuck down because you. You it's only, probably from the sudafed you I am. only have sudafed and red bull in your system no i've been knifing hella flavored waters and i even That's went good i went to google to make sure that it counts as water intake does it yeah it does okay, because good. there's no Nothing Sweetener, added. Nothing. Mm-mm. Yeah. So it does count as your okay. water. Intake. Well, that's good to know. And I really love that. those. Yeah. Um, but I, my <laughs> CT scan, thankfully, they're doing it Sunday. I just pray I, I get to make it to that because they're talking about shutting everything down again because of COVID. Bars. They're talking about shutting bars. They're even limiting appointments and shit. Oh, through the doctor? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've been reading a lot about COVID lately. Like, Okay, so Gavin Newsom had, he's already closed bars. First of all, I'm like, if you're going to bars, go home. Like, close them. Fuck it. Close them. Nobody needs to be in bars right now anyway. But he closed the bars in L.A. and a lot of surrounding counties in L.A. And then there's six other counties throughout California, one of which we live in, that I have um, our statistics. suggested closure. I'm not going to be mad. I won't either. Like, a bar? Are you serious? Like, I don't even think a lot of restaurants are open right now, so I could really give a fuck about a bar. Drink at home. But um, (coughs) the numbers 
are expected to really blow up in September and October. Listen. And I'm like, if this fucks up my delivery, I'm going to be pissed because I'm not delivering with a mask on and a lot of people are. Or by yourself. I don't even so much care about being by myself. With a mask on, I'm not fucking doing. When I was at the hospital I was just at most recently, I had to keep my mask on the whole time. When I was at the other hospital Mm -hmm. a month prior, Mm -hmm. um, the one I hope to deliver at, Uh they let me take it off. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't want to deliver. Right. You know, like, God, just to add to more discomfort. So I, you know, I was reading about it. And sometimes I think too much knowledge is a bad thing, especially my mom doing what she does for a living. And then I will read and read until I've satisfied every question I have in my head. And I kicked myself into a fucking full-blown anxiety attack the other night. Right. But... At the end of April, so April 27th, Contra Costa County had 820 COVID cases, right? Mm-hmm. We had 24 dead. Mm-hmm. Less than two months later, so on 6-17, we, have 20, we had 2,800 cases. Up from 800. Yes. Yeah. Almost, And then 75 dead. So almost we, like three times. Mm-hmm. And that was just since April. they let a little bit of shit open yes. up. That was the cause of that. Yes. So it's like. We're in a worse place than we were. Uh, we kind of knew that was going to happen, though. I see people. I still see people not wearing masks, crying about wearing masks. And it's like, really, yeah. put it on for the 30 minutes you're in the fucking store. It's really not hard. It, it, yeah. It's an inconvenience. Yes, we bitch about it. But just fucking do it. Just do it. Bitch just about it do and it. do it. But don't not do it. And don't be one of them bitches that refuses or, like, talk shit to people that enforce it or anything right. like that. Like, I'm so tired of seeing the videos of people throwing their groceries around You've the store. you seen the white lady bitch launching shit out of her cart? It's always a white lady. It's and always I'm a white so lady. And I'm so fucking tired of that shit. Like, stay home then. Have your groceries delivered if, you ha- or if you're such a brat that you can't put a yeah. mask on in a public place. And that's place. what it is. It's being an entitled brat it is i i just i want to witness one of these things in person yeah. so i can fucking say something i'm waiting i'm waiting it, it shouldn't be that hard yeah it's it's fucking dumb um i read that the treatment it's due to to release in 2021 um is it's called remdesivir i don't know how to say it anyway mm-hmm. it's gonna be per patient with private insurance. What happened to it being free? Did I imagine that? Is this the Mandela effect? (laughs) Did I imagine that they said treatment was going to be free? I would assume it should be if you want. Well, they put a price on it. They put a price on it now. And so, you know, they probably got the patent and all that shit already taken care of. Like they do every, everything wow. else, but they put a price on it now. And it's in the news that $3,120, $3,120 is the price per patient with private insurance. Do you know how many people I know, excuse me, that don't have private insurance? So what's it going to be for them? $10,000? They're like, fuck it. You die. Yeah. This is how they, this is how they um, make sure that uh, only the ones air quotes they want to survive survive then i read um the vaccine johnson and johnson is due to release the vaccine so you're trusting a company that has billions of dollars in lawsuits because of causing cancer knowingly to people with their products 
handling the vaccine. That's real comforting to know. Mm. That's exactly the company that I want to get my vaccine from. We're a shit show. Yeah. We are a it's like a genocide almost. It's like, you know, it's very strategic. And um, I feel like, yeah, they're, they're trying to like thin out the poor people or something. Yeah. We are a shit. We're a fucking shit show. 100%. Yeah. It's kind of scary. It's gross. Yeah, I've been trying not to think about it after my paranoid anxiety attack the night before last yeah i got my sanitizer all over again i mean i've always had it but i don't even use it i I, just wash my hands i'm back the time well you know when i like get in the car and like leave the store or something i'm back to putting that shit on everything yeah everything i got a little comfortable for a minute i did i think we all did that sucks yeah um what else you got going on? What did you do this last week? My week was actually relatively chill. I mean, I had to defuse, I had to defuse a major argument between my dad and Carolyn. Really? They're at it already? Girl, I pulled up <laughs> and Carolyn... It's only been a couple weeks, huh? Yeah. How I, long they've been together? A month. <laughs> I pulled up and Carolyn was screaming on the porch in the old folks fucking car. Outside? Yes. Oh, we're not doing that. And it's because... So my dad... <gasps> Is so terrified of getting the place dirty because, you know, I drilled it oh, into good. him. I'll kill him. Good. That he follows Carolyn around the house at all times. She can't go in the kitchen without him. He's policing. <laughs> yes. <her cleanliness>. He, <laughs> wow. Like, he stands there and watches her in the of kitchen. Of all people to be uh, the right? clean police, it's you. <laughs> right. But he's like, Chrissy, because when I, I, cause I got mad, I was like, stop following her everywhere. Like, that's rude. You can't do that. That's why she's getting upset with you. And he's like... <laughs> He's like, he's standing outside the bathroom door. Yes, yes. Talking to her while she's in there going, you better not leave water on the sink, Carolyn. You better get away from this door while I'm trying to use the bathroom. Yes, he has a bad habit of talking to people while they're in the bathroom. Oh. So I'm like, you know, telling him like, you can't do that. And he's like, but Chrissy, Chrissy, I don't want to get in trouble if she messes the place up. And I'm like, listen. If you go in the kitchen after her and there's a mess, go get her and say, hey, Carolyn, yeah, yeah. you left peanut butter on the counter. Whatever it is, <laughs> you have to stop following her. You're not the warden, Bill. Yeah. He's like, I've been here longer. Yes, I am. Yes. And then I have rank. And then she gets mad and flips out and screams. So she's like, but you can't be outside screaming. No. Bitch, get in the fucking screaming, house. Screaming, fuck you. No. Fuck. Absolutely and you know not. How she gets, Even like, though flustered? it's a very um, colorful population in that in that little community, yes. everybody's a little unique. Yep. I don't want to say special, like extra you know, methy. There's yeah, there's a lot of um, interesting characters. Yes. You can't be outside doing that. No, especially you live right across from the from manager's the office. office. Yeah, no, get your ass in the fucking house. So I had to diffuse that. Like um, my own children, yeah. worse. My kids, at least. These two will argue back with me. Mm. So it was like a 45-minute discussion with them on why you can't follow her and you can't scream motherfucker He's off like, the porch. get her out. She was playing hella music in here yes. all hours of the night. She's doing too much, Chrissy. Get her the fuck out. And then she goes, I was playing music for my cats. And I'm like, <laughs> Carolyn... You know what? You put your headphones they in. They want to go to bed. They don't want it's music. It's three in the morning, Yeah, Carolyn. the cats don't want to party right now. She was like, well, I put it under my pillow to make it quieter. You know, the walls in the mobile are like right. paper thin. Yes, you could punch through them hella easily. So it was like one discussion after another as to why you can't do this, you can't do that. Oh, my God. But other than that, it was very chill week. And then... um, <laughs> Give her a fucking bedtime. 
Sunday, Mark and my brothers went to go to the shooting range. Mm. And they went to Vacaville first, and it was packed. Yeah. Then they went to San Leandro, and it was packed, like, lines out the door. Goddamn, Vacaville to San Leandro? That's a lot of driving. Yeah. Like, hours and hours of wait, so they got to drive around and and talk and bro bond <laughs> in traffic and Basically. driving all day that's what they did on sunday and get marks like well i found a new taco place so it was worth it god him and tacos i know every city he goes to right every one that's his thing every week on my phone i'll get a notification of from a Apple new truck and it's like thank you blah 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 and it'll say Juan's tacos and shit <laughs> he finds <laughs> like a new you're truck at it again in every city that's funny yeah but i i mean i didn't do any well we have a – I didn't talk about it last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a bird. You know, we always oh, talk about yeah. these animals that find our house. It's a parakeet. So we have a possum eating now. What? Yes. So – Wait, l- let me think about what a possum looks like. A big, kind of big bald rat in the face. Ew. Okay. I love them. Oh, the, the light tails. ones. The light pale ones. The light skins. Oh, God. Those used to get caught uh, in my grandma's backyard. Yes. And there was a big bloody one. This is oh. my trauma story. There was a big bloody one because it like dragged its back on part of a broken fence. It came into her yard and it was stuck and it was like running around trying to find a way out. But it was big and fat and bloody and so <gasps> fucking ugly. I hate them. Oh, oh I hate them. Yeah. You okay. know, they're really good for the environment. They eat ticks and we have a tick problem. Really? Mm-hmm. They eat ticks. Well, they better do something besides gross me yeah, out. Yeah. So they're very, don't hurt them. They're, they're very docile too. They won't attack you and shit. They're just, you know, ugly yeah, to some people. So ugly. Like me. So. To me. <laughs> just like some people me. like me. That's what I meant. <laughs> I knew what you meant. So, you know, we have the two raccoons, the skunk, and now we have a possum. Yeah. And Kevin. Come on. So. Now there's about a fucking bird. A week and a half, two weeks ago. Uh, Bunny was over too. Mark mm-hmm. was in the bathroom. The girls start yelling for Mark to come out. There's a bird outside, and he instantly gets irritated. He's like, "What the fuck? I'm trying to shit. I don't give a fuck about a bird outside." Yeah. And they're like, "No, it's a different kind of bird. <laughs> it's a domestic bird." Yes. So he goes outside, and this parakeet was flying back and forth between our trampoline and the fence, kind of like it was panicked. Aww. Um. So Mark went. And we have old rat food. Um, that has like seeds in it. Uh, so he filled up a dish and he went to our sliding glass door and just held the dish. Uh-huh. And the bird instantly flew in the dish. Oh, really? Like Cinderella. What is going on? Yes. When you, okay, that day I was trying to pick Bunny up because <laughs> when she goes over there, she forgets she got another home. <laughs> and I was calling her. She wasn't answering the phone, all this shit. I was texting her. I was getting so fucking pissed. So I hit your phone mm-hmm. and I was like, I don't know if she's asleep or what, but I'm trying to reach her. And you were like, there's a bird here. She's trying we're to doing help a us bird catch rescue. It. I said, Crystal, the animals are talking to each other they and letting them know your house is a safe zone. They have to be. There's no other reason. This doesn't happen to normal households. Who has a random parakeet show up? It, and it's definitely a lost <laughs> bird. There's not wild parakeets in no, the Bay Area. No, uh, This is a pet. It's somebody's pet. And so it obviously doesn't know how to survive <laughs> oh in the wild. Poor little guy. So it goes in the dish. Yep. Right? He's it, holding it? Yep. So he comes in the house and he basically flies around our kitchen in the one living room for hours. And then, you know, we have an old, huge rat cage. So mm-hmm. we, Naya cleans that up. Oh, that would be good for a bird. It was perfect. Huh? We It can't go through the bars? Nope. So we made perches in there. And it's big. We That's bought like it an toys. apartment. Yeah, we bought it toys. 
and it stays in Naya's room with the door open. It has the access earth, to fly around. The earth gave Naya a pet. Like, yes. What the fuck? You know what's weird is she had been asking me for a small pet, like another rat <laughs> or And the universe was like, here, Naya. Take, take it. So his name is Sage. She wanted him to have a a, a healing, um, good energy oh. name. So his a name very is positive, Sage. calming name. I put up posts in all my animal groups on my personal Facebook. They've been shared over 400 times. Somebody let that bird out. That's and what was I was like, said. I'm tired of this yep. fucking bird keeping yep. me up at night. Yep. Let it out the window. Tell the kids it was an accident. Yep. And the thing is, this is a, it's a really good bird. It doesn't chirp at night. Aww. It only chirps during the day. It's comfortable. Yeah. You can't touch him yet. He's still a little fearful, but he flies around her room. Yeah. He's a great little bird. But is he blue? He is like neon yellow, green, and his tail feathers have like some turquoise, bright blue. And I had a blue one He's when beautiful. I was little. So I had a I had a parakeet, a blue one when I was little. His name was Mario. That's hella cute. And um, I remember having him in my room, and one day he was gone, and I found out my mom gave him to the boys' club down the street because he ate his swing. His what? wooden swing, he ate it. How dare and you like, be bored, bird. Right, I know. And I think he was noisy, though. I think he was very Some noisy are. at night and stuff, and and they got rid of him. Mm-hmm. And I was very like, wow, that was my only fucking pet in my life, They didn't life, even give you a talk or nothing. No, no. It was, he was just gone. They're all here some more trauma. Yeah, I know. To pile <laughs> it on. Let's just pile it all on. No she one can stays. handle it. She no can, one stays. Nobody's, she's <laughs> not going to be hurt. don't hurt. stay. Family don't no. stay. Nobody fuck, <laughs> fuck her. She'll be all right. Y'all wonder why I'm like this. God oh my damn. God. Yeah. So uh, in these animal groups, you know, I'm not going to – this is somebody – obviously, this is somebody's bird, and we're going to keep it until – You did the right thing, but nobody's going to come looking for the parakeet. Like, right. I mean, that's Naya's now. So basically. I've had a few people who've asked me to call it a certain name because they <laughs> lost a bird, and their bird responds a certain way to the name. Listen, I'm not talking to the bird for you. So listen. Look I, at this picture and tell me if that's I've taken him. videos, and I've been like, hey, Twiggy, Twiggy. It's not Twiggy. It's not fucking Johnny. Uh, but there's people who comment on these posts, and they're like, I'll take the bird. Thank you. I'll yeah, take exactly. And I'm like, I said, lady, I That's can't what just. you're doing. I'm not yeah. giving you somebody's pet. That's not how it works. Yeah. Send me proof it's your pet, a picture, a name to call it. I'll record it for you. I'm not going to just hand you. I've had like four yeah. people message me like, um, I can come get the bird. Of course. No, the fuck you can't. Of course. Do you know you can teach parakeets to talk? They're miniature parrots. I didn't know that. You guys told me that. I've never fucking heard that. I never knew that. No, I didn't know that. The, so I've but been, I mean, birds are a very smart species. Very like some are scary smart. So it doesn't crows. really shock me. Yeah. So, I, so I've been going up to his cage going, my name is Sage and I'm a chicken. Because I really want him to say that. Does, is he vocal? Does he make noises? He does. He chirps and sings and stuff. Yeah. We have a video. So Mark got him this toy. It's like this long toy that holds a treat in it. Uh-huh. And as soon as Mark took it out and shook it, he started fucking singing and getting hell of excited. Like and he it, knew it was a toy. Yes. That's and cute. Naya, thankfully, it recorded it. It's the cutest shit, dude. That's really cute. You should post it. I'll post that. it for this yeah. week. It's so cute. Aw, Sage. So Sagey. We have, we have a bird. That's and I, cute. I have some more animal news that I've been debating on whether or not to share or not because. What? Well, I just recently told you. I don't remember, of course. What's it, <laughs> what will. is it about? It's hard to keep up. Our youngest female cat oh. is pregnant. 
And I've been so ashamed. You irresponsible cat owner. Listen. How dare you have 45 cats and you let one get pregnant. So as I've spoke about, when she was in heat, we had appointments before COVID to get them fixed. Yes. And we couldn't get them. So about a month ago, uh, probably five weeks ago, when about a month ago, when they opened up lists again with places, I put them on the list and her and her brother are due to be fixed in August. Mm-hmm. Well, they're so young. Does that like... They're a year. They're a little over a year. Oh, okay. They're just uh, not large cats. Yeah, I just look at them like babies still. Mm -hmm. So do I. Like, do you guys want to fuck already? Like, I wouldn't even expect that to be on their mind already. can get pregnant in their first heat. So like six months. (sighs) Yeah, it's horrible. That's really gross. And they're indiscriminate. They'll fuck siblings, moms, dads. You know, they don't give a fuck. So were you guys doing any precautions to keep them apart? Yeah. So she's not pregnant by any cats. And all of our other, our other four cats are all fixed. The other Uh males are fixed. Oh, okay. Okay. Her brother is not fixed, but whenever she would be in heat, they're separate. So there was no problem. Yeah. Well, remember when I had that pregnant foster cat for two days? Yeah. About a month ago. Mm -hmm. Well... The crazy one that attacked yes, Richard, Yes, that jumped right? on Richard's yeah. head. <laughs> His face. Yes. Yeah. So because she was upset and screamed, you know, it caused all my cats to go batshit. Everyone felt stressed out. All the yeah. animals felt stressed. You're well, bringing bad energy in here with your pregnant ass. It's yeah. Me. <laughs> yes. Yeah, absolutely. So <laughs> Will, I, you know, I had Will's kids and one of them, I don't know who, left the garage door open and I discovered it oh and that's all it took so I saw Kevin who is an outdoor cat who he has an appointment to be fixed and I made him an appointment for August to be fixed even though he's not my cat (laughs) I'm getting rid of his balls well I saw him in the garage like stalking a shelf and I thought he was trying to do a murder so I went to go save what he was murdering and I found bird and he had just fucked it so bird bird is a cat you guys Bird's a cat you guys so she's a little tuxedo cat so we got her back in the house and we were like, okay, not knowing they, that already they had already banged. We thought maybe we had I'm got so her beforehand. Out. Well, I was petting her about two weeks ago and I was like, oh, she has nipples, like nipples. So I looked it up gross. and you want to know what it's called when, what? when cats get pregnant gross. and their nipples enlarge? It's called gross. It's called pinking. Oh. Whoever named that is disgusting, <laughs> oh, right? You're nasty. I wanted to let her out once I read that. Ew. Yeah, she's called pinking. pinking. Which means what? Somebody nut in her already. Oh, That's so. disgusting. Listen, Kevin, we're offering you food. We're you not food. offering you everything. You get a bed. <laughs> you don't get to fuck people here. You just get to <laughs> You eat. just really took advantage. You took it too far. You're too nice to them. That's Mark why. Mark was like, he sexually assaulted my baby. <laughs> He's so upset. No, he felt welcome to because you're so <laughs> fucking nice to him. You got him his own dishes that he eats out specifically. Wet he's food like, and wet pussy. Yeah, he's like, I'm home. Like, I could do whatever I want. I could help myself to anything Everything. here. Yeah, no, Kevin, no. So I looked into terminating. Cat abortion. You can get cat abortions. <sighs> I looked into it. Not only is it an astronomical amount, well over it's five. It's expensive. It's over $500. Oh, God. The soonest could they could get it. her in would be the end of July. Well, by my calculations, she'll only have like a week left. Cats oh, are only so they're pregnant full cats for, at that point. Yeah, cats no. aren't pregnant for long. So I'm not going to no. a- abort full kittens. No, no. 
So I'm really up. You know, it was just like a series of misfortunate events. Um, so guess what, guys? Kittens are coming. <laughs> if you want like kittens, you need to fill out my questionnaire. Bunny wants Tell me a your whole backstory. So fucking bad. I'm like, what do you think these are going to look like? Because if they're really unbearably cute, I might want one. So I'm hoping some look like Kevin, at least talk like Kevin because he's a talker. God, no one wants that. And then Bird's name is Bird because she doesn't meow. She just makes pigeon noises. Which sound like what? yeah oh really yeah she doesn't meow and then oh so her sibling is leo who is snowshoe siamese that one's really really pretty. cute so yeah. you know genetics are weird she so might that have one, some if you guys don't know who that is it's a it's like a white and it has like black spots on its face and brown and brown and bright blue eyes yeah it's very unique looking yeah he's i've a never very saw pretty a cat. cat like that before he's very pretty he got a bad attitude to go with it <laughs> like a typical yeah. pretty man yeah <laughs> So, I feel better now that I've bared my soul because let me tell you, I you felt so guilty as a cat owner. I did yeah, because I, I you, preach about it. I'm not I'm okay surprised with it. The people in your groups didn't tear you up. Yes. Like, bitch. Wait a minute. So there's one group specifically. <laughs> We're supposed to be collectively preventing yes. reproduction. I, I trap feral cats and help get them fixed. Like. But the good thing, though, is that people, you never have kittens for long because mm -mm. people come get them and they want them and they yeah. love them. So that's a good, you're not going to have a hard time no. getting rid of them. And, and they I, they both have appointments. Well, Bird will be fixed as soon as she's done nursing, but both boys are getting yeah. fixed in August. So no more sexual no. assault. No, we're not breeding cats. And <laughs> this is not no. a cat farm. No. This is a sanctuary. Yes. <laughs> know the difference. Yes. But in my cat group, I was so scared. There's this one group called My House, Not My Cat. And they are huge fans of Kevin because he talks a mm -hmm. lot. And I post funny, funny videos talking to Kevin and Did you and tell shit. them what he did? I told them the whole story like I just <laughs> did here. And, you know, I wrote it out. And everyone was like, not only are you forgiven, but I absolutely love you. You're funny. Why? Don't feel guilty. Because the way I wrote it. Oh. They were like, don't feel guilty. Shit happens. Yeah. One woman commented, she was like, somebody left my garage door open during COVID as well because so I'm expecting a baby. it's the kid's fault. It's yeah. one of the kid's fault. They should go to jail. They should. You guys are getting punished. Well, really, whoever left the garage door open, that is why she's pregnant. Yeah, exactly. You know? So i am just been feeling like a really bad cat mom. Oh, God. It's fine. I'm hoping she only has one or two just because she is not a large cat. How many do they on average have? Well, it depends. A friend of mine's cat, her first Didn't litter. did one she have like one. 10 or something that you know? There's a lady in my cat group who rescued a cat and she had 13. At one time. Yeah, that's not normal though. Normal? What the fuck? Normal's five and below. Yeah. But I'm hoping maybe she has one or two. I don't want her. Oh, God. I'm and just... then you guys are going to have to bottle feed him and stuff? Well, no. Hopefully Bird will be a good mom and, and she'll do that herself if they don't if they aren't good moms yeah then you have to do that and that's what i'm scared of i don't want to have to do that all over again i, I mean you i just did it remember they were biting the fucking nipples off the yeah. bottles <laughs> god i will but i i just hope it seems like a lot of work because you guys are waking it up is. all all night and shit it's I like having four newborn babies yeah and setting alarms to feed yeah. them fuck that so bird better be a good mom i hope so kevin will be a deadbeat dad <laughs> Right. For sure. He's not even coming in the house. He won't. I've tried to get him in. He get won't. Get out of here. You know, I love that cat to death. God. Fucking raper. He comes and yells for food. 
He does. I was I've witnessed it before and I was like, no, he fucking mm-hmm. didn't show up yelling for food. And she just jumps up. Okay, okay, hold on, hold on. Stops what she's doing, puts her cigarette down and runs to get his fucking I love food. Him. You can hear him. I have a video where you can hear him coming. You hear him. Yeah, he has you in check. I he knows him. what to do to get fed at mm. your house. He's the greatest. Mm-mm. So I've bared my soul. There's that. Yeah, not bad. Yeah. Um, lately, not being able to work is starting to really, really, really fuck with me. I know it is. And I thought about it. I've never gone this long without working ever in my life, Mm -mm. ever through pregnancies, ever through marriage, ever, ever, ever. Since I was probably fucking 12 years old, I consistently got my own money my whole life. And now, um, it's like, I can't work. And I, I guess I never really realized how much of a, um, therapy that is for me. Yeah. Because like not having that outlet, I'm feeling it. I'm very snappy. Yes. I'm also not on my meds. I also never feel good. So all of that You're combined. You're a trifecta of fun. Exactly. So I'm just like isolating myself. I don't want to talk to anybody. I just wait for you to text me. Yeah. I don't even bother you. I don't want to hang out. I don't want to. Um, when you when you don't feel good, you know how like an animal when they don't feel good, they lash out. Yeah. And, you know, that's kind of how I feel. And yeah. I just I never fucking feel good. So just not even having the option to work, though, and have like that stimulant of like, you know, being it's able taken to... out of your control as well. Like, yeah. It's and not I have option. bad control issues. And so not being able I feel like I can't. I don't want to say not provide for myself, but like there's so many layers to it. You know yeah. what I mean? And it's like, it's a therapy for me and um, it's an ego stroke for me yeah. and it's money for me. Like there's all these, you know, I have to be able to work like this is fucking crazy. When, when I found out I was pregnant, I, I really had no worries. Cause I was like, I worked through all my pregnancies. Yeah. Like it wasn't a big deal up until I delivered with all of them. Yeah. This one is different. <laughs> like, yeah. I re- plus, you know, on top of COVID too. Right. I just hope maybe like, I don't know, in another month or so, I physically feel better because I can still like see regulars and like mm-hmm. dom them, you know, that's not like strenuous right. or anything. I kind of sit on a perch at a lot of my clients' houses right. and just boss them around or whatever. But like, I need it. I need that. That outlet. Yeah. Yeah. It's fucking, it's been stressful. I think it, it's out. as much, um, for your mental health as your pocket. It is. It is. And I didn't realize how much. And now that's like scary to me. You know what I mean? Because I'm feeling um, very antsy and very backed up almost. Like, um, like I just not, I don't have that outlet, that release. So um, yeah, it's, it's not fun. Yeah. Honestly, your whole, um, your whole energy is different. Yeah. Because you're not, And I tried to like, you know, I have other outlets, other ways to make money. They've all kind of slowed down. And then I went and I bought hella art supplies and shit and canvases and all this shit. And I was like, okay, I'm just going to like try to relax and focus on that right now Mm -hmm. because they do sell. But that's not how it works. That's not how art works. You You can't can't force force yourself. It like it just doesn't work that way. Like in the last year. I did that one series last year that I sold all of. But I want to say all of 2019. I did four paintings. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not like I could just shoot them out like that. Like, if you can, if you are someone who can, like, that's amazing because my brain doesn't work that way. Right. 
So you, it's frustrating. I think when you force it, you lose some of the creative, Yeah, and then I won't like it. Like I yep. have some from back in the day that I forced because I wanted to keep momentum going. Yeah. And I hate them. And I'm going to paint over them and start over. Are you know you? what I mean? Yeah, there's like five that I won't even post that I fucking hate. And um, I just know that's the result when I try to force right. something. It, it just doesn't work that way for me. So that's not um, that's not like a feasible income for me right now. You know, I have to just yeah. wait until I feel like doing it. And then there's a whole mental process with that because those are like my kids. So when right. I finish one, I love it so much. I'm you like, I'm not get getting rid of, rid of it. Yeah. Like there's some I sold that I hella miss right now. Yeah. And I have pictures of them in my phone and I won't delete the pictures and like it's Print weird. the picture it's whole, and frame the picture. <laughs> such it's such a weird process. Yeah. But yeah. Like, so I feel like even if I did do something that I was really happy with right now, I wouldn't want to get rid of it. So that's not, well, I don't want to depend on that for money because I'm yeah. not going to be in a rush in any part of the process. Right. Not in creating it and not definitely not, not in get getting rid, rid of, of it. it. No, no. So I bought all that shit for nothing <laughs> basically right now. I didn't need all those supplies yet, but whatever. I have them. Um, God, that sucks. Yeah, I know. I've just been thinking, like, is should I, like, start going into more online stuff, like foot stuff? Because I could still create, yeah. you know, um, and sell photos and shit like that. But I haven't really felt like it because I don't feel good. It's, it's fucking right. annoying. It's really annoying right now. It's, dude, it's rough. Yeah. I mean, that would probably and be I can't your best bet. Would rush be. to like open shit back up. Like, I'm not putting up any ads this year. Obviously, you yeah. know, like I don't know. It's it's a um uneasy feeling just not knowing when I'll be able to get back to work and in my comfortable zone again. Well, yeah, where you're. Yeah, like how long is it gonna take? I do know some girls that are traveling still and working. Obviously, I can't. <clears throat> I can't yeah. do that right now, but. It's nice to see that that's still happening, you know, for some people. Yeah. Because it's, it's a fucked up feeling when you're used to fast money. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know. It stops. Yeah. Just cuts <laughs> yeah, all the way just, off. Yeah. At first it was like, oh, I like this break, you know, in like April and, and May and shit. It was like, oh, I'm fine. I'm, I'm good. I'm just going to take this time to relax and like enjoy my pregnancy. And now it's like, fuck, I want to work so Can't bad. enjoy the pregnancy. No. And I, I just, I can't go this long without fucking working. So, oh, God. I don't know. I'm going to think of some ways to get creative with it. And, you know, fet life is always an option. Um, there's a big community where you can sell things, panties, photos, videos, whatever. Panties would probably be a good one. Socks, yeah. Yeah. I used to sell socks all the time, but the, the client that bought those... Um, it's funny because I wouldn't sell mine because my feet will never stink. Even if I wear a pair of socks for like yeah. a week, they won't have a smell. Right. And he used to get hella irritated. So um, I would sell my niece's socks <laughs> that were like nasty. Ew. And um, he would pay a lot of money. He would pay like $200 a pair. Oy. But um, he's a merchant marine. And so he's up in like Alaska right now mm-hmm. until fucking, you know, only certain times of the year. And I haven't heard from him in about a year or so can't really just call him but there is a community for it so i just need to get online oh i'm not into kink shaming but the thought of smelling fucking dirty socks makes me want to throw up it's a um yeah it's it's um it's really fucking common actually yeah i think well we talked about before stemming from childhood yeah and um just being like a familiar smell from childhood and like 
discovering sexuality when you're a kid or like your first arousal happened when feet were present or whatever so now that's like triggering for you like it's it's it all makes sense if you know like where it starts that's just that smell is not something (laughs) that I enjoy but if if at some point when you were a kid and you got horny I I guess yeah was around you you would associate it with good things the smell of metal yeah. The, t- the tether ball pole. <laughs> Shut up. My hand, my That's palms, why I love when Mark comes home dirty palm, from work because he smells like metal from welding. My palms <laughs> smelling like hot metal from climbing the pole is so arousing to me. <laughs> See, that's exactly how shit happens. That might be. Yeah, that's how well, it starts. I don't mind when he smells like fucking metal. Well, that See? Look at this. Are we Childhood really horny associations. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Funny. Yes. Oh, I'm so glad there weren't stinky socks around when I was humping tether I know, bubbles, that would be gross. Yeah, definitely. Especially because I probably only own like maybe seven pairs of socks. God. I hate socks. Yeah, you were, you're a flip-flop person. I am. You don't really wear shoes. I, I would like to walk barefooted everywhere. <laughs> that would be my favorite. Um, like a trash baby. Have you... Uh, have you seen like this was so shocking to me because I didn't fucking expect it. But like, you know, these some of these um, I don't know if they're actors or whatever that do voiceovers for cartoons are stepping down because they're white. Yes. And doing black voices doing uh, for black characters. Yes. So for one thing, I'm not going to praise you for stepping down because you never should have t- took that job in the first place. It's a form of fucking blackface, and I don't care what anyone says. You never should have took that job. But nope. some of the ones that shocked me was fucking Cleveland from, a- from the Cleveland show. Wait a minute. That's a white man. No fucking way. Think in your head, because I've watched episodes of that. Think in your head now about how he talks and about how his son talks. His stepson. Yeah. His son's name is um, Rollo Tubbs, the little one with the afro. Rollo. Okay. Think about how they talk now. That's a white character. That's so fucking out of that pocket That voices to me. both? Yes. What? And he's been voicing both. Cleveland for sure. I don't know if Rollo's always Forever. Been a, 20 years. Yeah. 20 years he's had always sounded like that. So at this point. You've already been doing this for 20 fucking years. So wait, years. he just stepped down? He stepped down, yeah, from, they said from Cleveland. They didn't even mention Rollo. So I don't even know if he stepped down from that one. But he's been the voice of both of them. And just knowing how they talk and their vernacular and shit, that's so fucking inappropriate. So inappropriate. And some people were arguing, wow. like, they're cartoons. They're not people. No, but they present an image it's a it's a black person cartoon like you why didn't they hire uh black people to do the white characters then the problem is they're not hiring black people so it's like you know like you what the fuck family guy is super fucking inappropriate and i just to let's hope that the voice the guy who voices cleveland the white guy that stepped down finally is fucking woken his white brain up and well, it's like hey it's, it's a lot of them now that are doing it all at once i should have never done this right but you've you've made income for 20 years off. so that i think something that he could do is donate yeah money absolutely a, you know yeah donate a good amount of money yes and i think that would make it a little better 
So it's not only him, also um, Missy on Big Mouth. Yes. Her, that actress, she did it. She stepped down. And that show's relatively new. And Molly on Central Park. I'm not familiar with that, and I, I don't watch Big Mouth either. But those are both. I watch um, Big Mouth. I guess but. Molly is mixed on Central Park, but it doesn't matter. Mixed or not, it's a little black girl. That job should have went to a black person. You guys are not hiring black people. Yeah, That's Big the Mouth is problem. relatively new, too. In the last couple of years. And Central Park. That's the other one that I'm talking about. How, the, how long has that one been on? I don't, it's a new one, too. Yeah. I don't, know. I don't think I'm, I've watched that I've one never yet. watched either of those. But, um, you know, those are jobs that should have went to black people. So it's like that's the whole problem here. Fuck if it's a cartoon, whatever. They're not hiring black right. people. Like, that's the issue. Um, so the Simpsons made an announcement that they are no longer going to hire white people to play black characters. I mean, uh, characters of color. Good. Then I thought, Apu. That's a fucking white man. Is that really? It's a white man. Oh my I Googled God. it. And because, you know, they don't have very many black characters. The yeah. doctor, I don't know his name, but the doctor on The Simpsons is a black man. And then um, I don't remember many other characters, but like Apu is like a pretty common one. Yeah. It's a fucking white man. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, I was wow. shocked because I'm like, these are like. You should have already not been hiring white people to play these characters. If if this was a movie. Right. I would hope that you would hire these people of color to fit these roles. Yeah. Yeah. People are like, oh, they're just voices. No one will ever know. No, it's fucking blackface to me. So uh, a lot of actresses black actresses have stepped up that i've seen they've tweeted and shit like uh carrie washington is one of them and she was like um to the companies that are looking for black voices now for these cartoons Mm -hmm. she's like i'm available you know people are speaking out and it's like hire black people for black characters like duh that's fucking duh so you would think that would just be regular yeah automatic yeah like what are you fucking thinking but, you know, I never knew Cleveland Brown, like the, That's the, the, the one Cleveland that blows show, my mind. the Cleveland show, like yes. that with him and his family specifically. I remember watching yep. that. And when I found out that was a white man, I was so fucking offended. I, that's the one that I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. That's gross. So I also read that shows like uh, The Office and um, there's one called what was it called? Community or uh-huh. something? Do you know what that is? Yeah, I know what the show is. I've never watched they it. They have blackface episodes. I saw the they office one. Them. Yeah, so they said, what? which one so was it? So it's the one with Dwight, and I believe it's around Christmas time, and he starts talking about one of them. Is it a later season? It's like a weird, he does a weird fucking character um, that brings gifts, weird gifts and shit, and He's not in full blackface. He ha- it looks like um, he was maybe maybe in a chimney or something. Uh-huh. But I guess the point, I, from what I remember from the episode, was the point of him having blackface was to show the absurdity of it. Or I don't. I I read something as well. However, in one of my office groups on Facebook, people were fucking crying, but hella people were like bitch you don't like it listen, go by the seasons shut the fuck listen, up i told you the other day that because i only i never got beyond like season five or six i stopped because they stopped being funny to me so mm. i would always go back to like one and two and those were kind of like when michael my, left i stopped too so um going back now 
with just with the climate and everything that's going on and everything, that shit ain't funny like it used to be. I look at it. It's really it feels really weird watching it now. The blackface episode. Um, I I only watched. I only saw it one time. I don't remember. Yeah, they said that they pulled it from streaming, so you can't yep. access them anymore. But um, which I think is appropriate. Right. But yeah, I don't even remember seeing that. You know, episode. that show was made in a different <laughs> climate, and what was quote unquote air quote acceptable at that time is very different so I think it's responsible I mean it shouldn't have been done in the first place but I think it's what they should be doing is pulling old episodes and oh fucking well if your ass is hurt over it like yeah yeah. I don't I was like what the fuck um yeah just shocking in in tv because I didn't you know with the cartoons I didn't expect that and then with this it's like duh like any inappropriate humor that was more acceptable back then it's obviously not going to be acceptable now right so that shit should be pulled i finally um severed the relationship with my last two family members well my only two family members that uh yeah can't get with it 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 came to a big blowout over the weekend long long overdue yeah it was a big blowout so it's just so cowardly and it's so um it's like you don't want to come out and say you're racist so you do in every other possible cowardly yes. way yeah whether it be all lives matter whether it be oh well why aren't these black people in jail or you know what i mean or you're like posting multiple videos of black people attacking white people and then when i call you out and say do you have these videos of white people beating up black people? Yeah. Are you up to as post? outraged then also? Or is it just when you see black people attacking white right. people? Do you speak yeah. out for? Because that's a form of racism. You know, do you speak out for black and brown folks as much as you speak out against them? No, never. And, you know, that's I just, the problem. Yeah, I just called her out and she didn't fucking like it. And they didn't like it. Yeah. And it's funny because it's like you want to be the most cowardly punk ass way you could be racist instead of just being outwardly about it and and outspoken right. about it you want to do it in the most tiptoe-ish bitch ass way just fuck come you. out and say it yeah just say you, it. you're saying it in, in every possible way without saying it right like a bitch right yeah i have no Own respect the shit. for either of them Own they it. can never fucking talk to me again and this relative is someone that i had a relationship with outside of crystal for many many fucking years and i've always known she was a shitty person and just had fucking issues deep deep mental issues you know when we were younger when we were in our early teens very early teens you know there were numerous times where she she saved me she i would go stay at her house for weeks you know she gave me the attention that i wasn't getting and yeah you know i i loved her like she helped me through so much but that person isn't even a that that's she's not, the not same her person. No more. It's not the same it's person. Not. Back then, she was um, she was totally different. Yes, and I want to say it's when she moved out of Richmond. Yes, that changed her. Yep, and I could see that. You know what I yep. mean? I could see because you know my parents, for instance, my mom and stepdad, when they moved out of Richmond, I saw a change in them also, and yeah. I was just kind of like you know, you guys are kind of fucking gross. Like, I don't agree with a lot of this shit. And that wouldn't fly if you guys were still living in Richmond. You wouldn't have that. It's weird seeing that happen to people, especially adults. It's mind-blowing. Yeah, like, because when you're an adult, you kind of think, 
you know, you are who you are. Yeah. I don't know. I change a lot. So it's I like, guess you're constantly changing, but you would want to change in positive ways. You move to a white neighborhood and all of a sudden it's like white power. And you have what a flag in front of your house and shit. Like you wouldn't do that in Richmond. Like you're yeah. different now. You guys have changed. Yeah, it's weird. And, and you lick fucking cop cop yeah. all the time and shit. Like what the fuck? Yeah, it's, it's fucking gross. I remember you doing a bunch of illegal activities. Oh, yeah. And I'm not saying people can't change, but, like, don't be a fucking hypocrite. Yeah. So, it, you know, it, it hurt a little bit. I'm not going to lie. It did. But, you know, I just keep telling myself that old person is gone. Is, is gone. Exactly. So and that's you what I hold on to. Yeah. You, but that's not who they are anymore. So you can't no. you can miss the old them. Yeah. But keeping a relationship with them now is not going to bring any of that back. So, I know. yeah, it's just time for them to go. I know. Fuck them. Trash. Stupid. It's really disappointing, honestly. Yeah, it is. Really dumb. Um, I'm going to do like a little surgery recap because I've been getting a lot of DMs. People that want my surgeon's info, people that want to know steps about the process, all that. (laughs) A lot of people. And, I, you know, I think they're looking to book right now. I know one person was ready to send a deposit and shit. And I had to be like, hey, like, listen, (laughs) it's not that simple. Um, So I referred a lot of people back to go listen to our first episode, Purple Taser. Yep. Um, I go over everything. Every. I think I mentioned the surgeon, right? Didn't I say his name? I think you break down everything. Yeah. So, you know, I talked about um, it's not just a quick thing. A uh, BBL in itself is the most dangerous procedure you can get. You're under for a very long time. They're doing aggressive procedures on your body while you're under. Um, that is very hard and takes a lot of time to recover from. Yeah. I didn't get feeling back in my sides and shit where they did lipo for probably four to five months. I remember it was a long time. I couldn't. It was like numb because the nerves were detached. Yeah. It was like weird. It takes a long time to heal from this shit. So doctors will mislead people and they will have you thinking you could bounce right back and you could go right back to fucking work. And, you know, it's not true. It's not fucking true. And if the more you rush it, you will damage your results. Yeah. So, excuse me. I've been telling people if you're going to take that flight, the flight is bad, but it's not that bad. Like it's doable. Um, you have to look into a recovery house. You have to ask what that surgeon's office requires. Cause some like mine, for instance, I think I had to be in town two days before surgery because your body, when, when you're up in the air like that, it changes you. Right. So you have to settle down back after the flight. Mm -hmm. So I had to be in town two days prior. And then I want to say it was like eight or nine days after it was, So, um, before you can even think about flying back home and it's a long flight. So, um, you know, you got to, uh, look into a good recovery house. That's number one. I kind of feel like I got played on mine, but (laughs) I am, I have been referring people to the massage lady I got because she was an outside, um, massage therapist that came. She kind of visits all the recovery houses every morning and does the girls and she's hella fucking good. She gave me hella deals like, you know, three for however many. And I remember I added more because you got to get those drainage massages every fucking day. That's like mandatory. You cannot have this surgery and not get those massages. Um, so that's a big thing. Uh, just listen to the episode. Cause I'm pretty sure I go into like detail about all of that shit. 
But um, just allowing yourself the time to stay off your ass is so fucking important because those fat cells need to survive. I was telling somebody to... that you took your boppy even even after the recommended amount of time. You carried that boppy around for a good six months yeah. after. Yeah, the longer the better. And like the aftergarments, the fajas, you have to wear those like eight months after I would mm-hmm. say three months you know it's required but you want to wear it it's shapewear and it basically it you know your body is still recovering and settling and taking its new shape yeah. you have to wear that garment it's hot it gets un- uncomfortable it's hard to pee through yeah. you have to carry around the little fucking funnel everywhere in your purse <laughs> you know it's hard to pee in public and shit with that it's it's uncomfortable but you gotta wear it 24 hours a day like literally I would just take it off while I take a bath and wash it during that time put it right back on and you weren't even sitting on your butt in the bath no I was on my knees yeah so like yeah you it's important if you want good results and you don't want to waste your fucking money like you have to follow certain steps and don't um you can't just rush through your recovery Mm -hmm. so everybody that's been asking listen to episode one and yeah if if there's anything I left out talk to me because I think I even went as far as to say what shit was unnecessary you did that you didn't even need supplies that I didn't even need you did but like foams and boards and all the shit that you have to wear with your garment that you have to and it's uncomfortable and it's hot but you have to like there's no way around that I know people that have had this procedure done and they look like they haven't done anything I know bitches that went overseas to Colombia alone that's a big deal. I was scared as fuck going to Miami right. alone. And I remember when they were about to put me under, I started crying because I was like scared. Like I'm really out here by my fucking self doing this shit and have to recover alone. I know bitches that went to other countries to do it and they didn't take care of themselves and they rushed themselves back. They didn't wear their garment as long as they were supposed to. They sat down too soon on a pillow and now it looks like they had nothing done. I would be so fucking mad. Oh, <laughs> like you pissed. went through all that. You went through all, and it's not, it's, it's not a comfortable recovery. No. You went through all that just to look how damn near how you started. No. I'd be hot. Oh my God. I would be, I would be so, so fucking mad. mad. Yes. So you guys, if you're going to do it, take it fucking seriously. And I've mentioned in the summer months, the prices are lower. So mm-hmm. it is a good time to make a deposit. Even if you're just booking for next year, yeah. you could lock in a price now. So if you are doing, you know, the homework on it, um, start. And do your homework. Yeah, definitely download the Real Self app because another thing that's key is you need to look at real results. Um, The Real Self app, it's like a community. It's an app. You you install it. People have photos from start to finish, from before to after, years after their recovery. They're still posting updates. Mm -hmm. They include all details, but... The thing about that is you can search your body type. Yeah, see, that's important. Yeah, because you're not going to have the same results as someone that started with a totally different foundation. Right. You know, are you top heavy? Uh, Is your back hella wide? Like, what are your areas that you really need worked on? You need to compare to someone that had a similar body type. Otherwise, realistic. Yeah, so you don't have false hope. Yeah. My doctor was, he kept it real. And, you know, he doesn't, um, he doesn't sell people dreams. A lot of doctors do. 
and they'll have bitches thinking that they're going to come out looking exactly like their goal photos. No, that's not how bodies work. (laughs) Like, and a lot of people, let me say this also, a lot of these bitches that you see that have had this procedure that are on Instagram, IG models and shit, they've had two and three BBLs. Very few only have one. And they still edit photos. Yeah, for sure. But no one really has one BBL and stops. When you do that, you have two and three. And they usually go to a different doctor every time to correct different areas because everybody has their specialty. So you're not really, it's kind of a false expectation that you're going to get one BBL and be done. You know, like that, that's rare. That's very rare. So people, yeah, people need to know that too. But shit to think about. Yeah, it is. It's a very serious procedure. It is. You want to make sure you know as much as possible. I did research for 10 years before I fucking got my procedure. I used to want injections. Yeah. Thank God I never got them. But yeah, yeah, um, I did a lot, lot of research and talk to people, you know, like uh, that followed the doctor I wanted to go to. I would talk to them in the comments and then. That's actually how I found out about my recovery house, a girl that I still keep in touch with now. She's the one that referred me yeah. and she went to my same doctor and we, we still keep in touch to this day. You have to do all that. You can't just uh, trust because the doc- doctors, a lot of doctors steal photos too. girls don't know that oh. they steal photos and put them on their page. It's shady, but wow. they're about money at the end of the day. Remember that. Don't ever get hella advice and shit from a doctor. Do your own fucking research. That's they just true. want money. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's fucking sad. Yeah. I have to pee. I'm going to (laughs) smoke. Hey, you guys. Shit is heavy in the world right now, and some days it honestly feels like it's falling apart. I know for me personally, my mental health has taken a huge hit lately. If you're stressed, dealing with anxiety, anger, grief even, some trauma, relationship issues, even if you're just having trouble sleeping, this is where BetterHelp comes in. BetterHelp is online counseling that is there for you 24-7. Join over 1 million people that are already taking charge of their mental health. Eliminate that sometimes awkward feeling of sitting in an office waiting room and connect with a professional counselor in a private environment through text, email, or video chat. If you're not happy with the counselor you get, you can always request another at no additional charge. So many people have been using BetterHelp. They're actually adding additional counselors in all 50 states. Join now and receive 10% off your first month with discount code HELLO. That's betterhelp.com slash hello. Okay, we're going to take a break, you guys. Start moving around and shit. Damn, why was my FaceTiming? Oh, Lord. I thought you hit your leg. Someone sent me a video the other day. It was a YouTube video. It was so cool. It was about this um, graffiti artist from back in the 80s. It was a white dude, but his name was uh, Freedom. And I guess he was big back then. And he did kind of like a little documentary about his experiences. There was a big underground tunnel that uh, people had dug into. And they it was just like a huge 
space for graffiti artists to go and just like share their art a lot of them live down there that's hella cool and um it was a huge thing and uh there was this one guy in particular i should have wrote down his name i don't remember but he lived down there and he was like he went to the city and shit and he was like if you guys you know we have such a housing crisis right now if you guys would like give me a budget and just let me kind of make it livable down there, like I could easily house over 200 people. Shut up. Yeah, it was like a huge space. So what ended up happening is like the train company or whatever bought the space and they sealed it off. Like I want to say in the 90s. And so um, it's not like what it used to be, but like so many journalists and shit back then had went down and documented just all this amazing art that was down there Damn. and um just this little community this little un- literally underground community of graffiti artists and just you know other people homeless and whatever and you know he was just explaining like everybody has a story you know and yeah. and these are people like they should be respected and not just looked at as like society's trash um, but it was super interesting. It made me remember. I used to do graffiti. I don't know if you know that. I remember when I first was a, met you, you had just stopped. I was a tagger, basically. And um, it was one of my many phases. <laughs> but what happened was I, I was talking to this guy, and he ended up being my boyfriend. And I remember he, you had a bunch of caps. Oh, spray paint caps? Yes. Yeah, I, I would have, like, different expensive, like, rare ones, mm-hmm. like phantom caps and, like, all these different ones. But... Um, I started out just like talking to this boy and he was a hella cool graffiti artist, this Vietnamese boy. And, um, he ended up being my boyfriend and he was hecka short. He would go tagging together? Kind, I think we did maybe once or twice, but he got me into it more and more. He actually is the one that gave me my name, which I won't say. (laughs) I was like, give it to us. No, it, it was basically like my name with the letters mixed up. And then like in graffiti, um, when you go out and you like, you know, tag shit, you, it's very common to spell your name hella different ways. Mm-hmm. So, but people still knew it was you just based off like your style and yeah. shit. And this was in like the very early nineties. And, um, back then the Bay area had a huge graffiti It was scene. huge. And, um, I just remember there was like this artist, it was a woman and her name was Reminisce. And Mm -hmm. she would, like, throw up pieces all over, like, on the sides of the freeways, the underpasses and shit. And what she was known for is, like, this horse. And it was, like, pink sometimes. Uh But that was, like, her trademark. And I just remember thinking she was so cool. And I found out one of my favorite elementary school teachers, she had a daughter that was a few years older than me. So when I was in junior high, she was already in high school. But I found out she was a really big graffiti artist. And I was like shocked when I found that out. And like she was known. And so I kind of like hella wanted to be like her. And so I would talk to her. Her name was Sydney. Whenever I could, I would try to like connect with her. We didn't have social media back then. So I would have to like physically see her. But um, she was just kind of like an idol to me in the Mm -hmm. graffiti community. Like I thought girl writers were so tight. And, um, you know, I had like scribers and fucking streakers and like all big fat markers with me all the time. And I was taking BART hella much back then. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I would always get up on the BART trains 
and you know inside the BART trains and um, have my name everywhere and I remember like when people that I went to school with would tell me because one of my good friends lived in San Francisco but Mm -hmm. went to school for some reason with us (laughs) in (laughs) Richmond and um, he would tell me like when he saw my name on the train and and I felt hella cool yeah and then um, a good friend of mine my best friend back then Leanna god I have so many stories with her (laughs) she Uh um for a long time I lived with her and I lived with her at her grandparents house in El Cerrito and I also lived with her in Pinole at her mom's when we were at her house in El Cerrito it was like non-stop fun like going out all hours in the night sneaking people in the house doing whatever the fuck we wanted to do anything we wanted to do so we started stealing her grandma's car oh my god and so we (laughs) we would steal the car I swear to god we had to be 14 at the time yeah we had to be 14 we were stealing the car at night pushing it out the driveway and then would start it down the street and take off and be gone I still remember I went to my cousin's house that also lived in El Cerrito in the middle he was an older cousin um I tapped on his window one night and I remember he looked and he was like what the fuck are you doing here like because you know we weren't close like that but I was like do you have any money like I gotta put gas back in this car do you have any money because we were out for so long that night and he he, I just woke him up and he was like no I don't have any money and I was like fine like whatever okay and I probably were mad at him for months too (laughs) probably knowing like how dare he knowing me yeah so uh whatever I guess we just didn't get gas that night but we would take her car and then like you know just go all around driving in the hills and wherever else and with nothing to do and tagging shit and it was just such a fun fucking time such god I had the best childhood like I'll tell more stories later but this was just like such a fun free time it's because you know we I mean? were our own bosses yeah as fucking kids there was no supervision so and having access to a car what we mm-hmm. would drive from our house her grandparents house to a neighboring city to go like pull up on boys that we liked that were friends and we would all go tagging and shit like that was a hella regular thing like summertime like with a car at that age we just the possibilities were endless. Right. <laughs> we had so much fun. But when I look back at like graffiti stories and shit like that, I just remember how excited I used to get about all of that stuff. And, yeah. you know, I used to have sketchbooks with hella different shit in it. I wonder if those are still around anywhere. That would be cool if you still had them. I know. I know. But yeah, that, that boyfriend, he's the one that kind of turned me out and he was pretty known and he was really good. And um, he was also a professional booster. back then and he was like a little small dude and he would go and like steal me hella eddie bauer shit and hella like uh just like you know what was tommy hill figure was really big shit that yeah like hella baggy men's clothes gap Gap, was really yeah he would bring me like hella anoraks and just like expensive big baggy men's clothes old navy windbreakers yeah that's he he brought me like nice stuff though and it was he was a good friend. I wish I was still in touch with him. I thought about looking him up on um, Facebook before, but one time when I tried, he has such a common name, yeah. a common Vietnamese boy So many name, pop up. A million. And I was like, I can't even, I wonder whatever happened to him. You would probably have to click every single one. I did a lot. And I was just like, these are not him. Damn. So I don't know whatever happened, but he was great. He was a really good fucking friend for a long time. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. So that uh that video that graffiti story hella brought me back to all of that 
Um, I love nostalgic <laughs> shit like that. Yeah, because I just remember how I feel. I remember the music I was yeah. listening to back then. Hella like um, Far Side and like mm-hmm. um, you know the hieroglyphics and all. They were all you know early nineties. Yeah. That was their yeah. shit. Souls of Mischief, all of that hip hop shit. That's what it really was. It yes. was hip hop during the the very early nineties. Um, I'm kind of having second thoughts about. Uh, soft white underbelly did you ever watch any of the episodes no because I, I can't the sad ones I don't want to accidentally watch one yeah. because the empath in me I'm going to think about it for like four days yeah. and it's going to fucking crush me mm-hmm. that shit is really hard for me to watch you would have to specifically go to the good ones that I yep. tell you but yep. I'm having mixed feelings because uh, in the past week I've been watching a lot of them like when I'm working on something or whatever I'll turn that on the TV and just kind of let it play yeah so there's a couple where he did a video himself one he's like promoting this GoFundMe page that he's starting because there, you know understandably a lot of people want to reach out and help to the people that he features in his videos mm-hmm. and they don't know how and he ad- admittedly is like I've never provided a way for people to help but you know we should be and so um I want to say he raised some money for one girl specifically before but now he's going to do it so that he can help like a lot. The problem is um, at first I was like, oh, that's good. And then, you know, he's talking about how because I was thinking he was making hella money on YouTube because like I said, some of his videos have over a million views. Yeah. But he had a good point. They demonetized him because of a lot of the shit that he talks about. That's so <clears throat> fucked up. Yeah. So because of that, he he explains he's not making money on that like. He's putting a lot of his own money yeah. into doing this, right? So he had me thinking, he even at one point says, like, you know, I, I give these people money, like, to do these interviews and blah, blah, blah. So one of them I was watching the other day, and it was this this heroin-addicted woman, and she was, like, in bad, bad, bad shape. She had, like, lanced her own arm. Oh, God. And it looked like Freddy Krueger's arm. <gasps> it was, like... Oh my fucking God. Like if you get sepsis or some shit, you're done. The odds are pretty high. Oh my God. It was from her shoulder to her elbow and it was just like no skin and like a little bit of bandage and she did it herself. And then she said she did some of it with really hot water and it just, it's gnarly. Right. So he's talking to her and at the end, I want to say she was either trying to cut it short or something, but she was like, I'm done. Then she goes, no, no, no. We could go longer. I mean, you're paying me $20. (gasps) We could go longer. I was going to say, what's he giving him 20 bucks? And I stopped and I looked up at the screen and I was like, did I just fucking hear that correctly? Now I understand not wanting to give a drug addict money, um, a self-admitted drug addict money to get high and feeling a responsibility there. But you don't give nobody to. I thought he was giving them like $300, to be honest. Even 100 is better than 20 When she said, no, 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 it's okay. I'll, I'll keep going. You gave me $20. What? What? And she's willing to keep going for that $20, which tells you how fucking rock bottom she's oh, fucking hit. Oh, my God. That shit made me mad as fuck. I, so then. That's really taking advantage. If you just search the title a soft white underbelly you'll see some people I watched one and it was this white girl and she's a sex worker and you know she doesn't look like his typical homeless you know 
per- people that he interviews, but she was like, this shit is hella damaging to the community for these reasons. And then the more I searched, there's more videos like that of people that are saying like he's fucking these people over. Like what I was worried about him exploiting them and shit. Mm-hmm. And then the video that I watched of him talking about this GoFundMe, it sounded very self-serving and it sounded like, you know, I'll have, you know, I'll, I'll finally stop just like putting so much of my own money into this and I'll be able to travel more to more places and I'll be able to buy and I'll be able to buy better equipment and I'll better, I'll be able to hire somebody to edit so I don't have to do it. And everything he said just sounded very self-serving, but I'm like, what are you fucking doing for these people that are, that are, your whole show stories they are, make the are whole show yes people watch not you yeah, it's not you it's not your creative questioning because bitch you ask everybody the same five questions right the same five and you let them go off so i'm like i'm having a bad feeling about this guy and they they say that he's a very privileged like white guy you look at him he's hella tan he's hella buff he looks like he got money kind of looks like a Ken doll like an older Ken doll and I'm like I know exactly what you're talking about so I was just like that sucks like just somebody who never grew up around these kinds of people who has no experience with these type of people who doesn't know them as actual human beings before drugs hit or even while they're drug addicts you've never experienced or been around this lifestyle so I don't think you can honestly appreciate and put a human face to it. It's just um, a channel for you. He's, you know, and he's saying like, he explains in some, like he's talking to some tricks, right? I finally started watching some of the trick episodes, which I wasn't really interested in before because they're just not that interesting. But um, one of them, he's talking to him and he's like, yeah, man, when I first started interviewing these people, like some of his commentary is fucking problematic. And he's like, you know, it's crazy. Like, you know, now I look at them more as people and this and that. It's it's weird because it's That's like. That's what I'm fucking yeah, mean. His wording. Okay, so he interviewed some trans women. You know, one is like a really older Spanish woman. And he immediately was like, so you were born a boy. So how long uh until you stop being a man blah 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 like his wording is not right like that's a woman like you need to be yeah you need to word that fucking differently and she's and he's like when did you transition so you so you dress like a woman every time you see your family now and it's fine and she's like yeah everywhere i go i'm I'm a a woman woman. because i'm a fucking you know what i mean i was yelling at my tv like bitch she's a fucking woman like what part don't you understand about that he's so and it's really offensive and that's not an old episode and i was I was just like, what the fuck? I was so mad with the way he was questioning her. And it's almost like he's talking to a cross-dresser, like a part-time cross-dresser. Like you don't understand trans people. Like, oh my God, it's it's hella frustrating. You know, you're... Your vocabulary matters. It the words fucking matters. matters. Yeah. And then it's like people are watching this shit. Not only are you probably offending the person that you're fucking interviewing, right. but also the people that are watching think that's how you talk and that's how you're supposed to word things. No, you absolutely not. It's gross. Some of, I've just come across hella gross little details to do with that series. And while it is interesting because, you know, it's shining a light on a community that um doesn't really get a lot of focus that no one really pays it's attention often forgotten to forgotten as the world's yeah, garbage exactly um so for that i appreciate that part of it but it's just like i wish it was somebody else doing it 
because no part of me wants to trust him with any money, bitch. And right. you, you accidentally in the background, you know, she blurted out that you gave her $20. Like, That's insulting. Hella insulting. I don't care How if she does you? drugs or is a, you know, a hardcore addict. Like, so what? Mm-hmm. You're using up her time. You pay her accordingly for that time. What she does with that money is her business. But because you, you know, no matter what, even if she don't get it from you, you know, no matter what, she's going to get money yes. that day. And she's going to use it for whatever she chooses. Yes. So at that point, it's like, it's, I get it. Like, you don't really want to, like, help that. But it's like, you're using her for her fucking time. Right. Then it's just not up to you what she uses the money for. Give her a fair amount of fucking money. Go buy her a room for fucking three nights. Fucking, yeah. you know, do everything else. If you, you know, whatever. I just, I feel like that's, um, that's really insulting. Yeah. So twenty dollars. Twenty. When I heard that, that's I was not even floored. gas and cigarettes. Girl. That's nothing. I was floored. So I'm just like, I don't know. I'm curious what other people think if they did check it out, or um, because you know a lot of people sent me specific episodes to watch, like that one that I said was really positive, and I was happy to see like you <laughs> know someone that was like doing hella well and didn't have a sad story, right? But just all the rest are a sad story. That's his fucking theme, and. And now he's got. He's go not helping. helping. Yeah, he's not helping. He's he's fucking getting attention and creating a platform using people. So now imagine that GoFundMe fills up and he's yeah. still paying people twenty dollars. Yeah, and then being able to travel because some of the people are in the TL. He comes up here, mm-hmm. and then some were in Mississippi. He just interviewed a Klansman that he uploaded like yesterday. Oh. I'm subscribed, so when I go on YouTube on my TV, I see all the new ones, mm-hmm. and I'm still watching it you know whatever it feels better knowing he's not getting money from him if they're all demonetized but yeah um you know he's traveling around so you just went to mississippi recently and interviewed this clansman and it's like was donation money used for that he better not have paid that man did you pay him a larger did you pay him twenty dollars right i bet he didn't i guarantee you he didn't i guarantee you he paid him more than twenty dollars yeah, it's fucking gross. I don't know. So I feel very different about... I already felt like that. And people were trying to convince me, no, no, they get better or there's better ones or whatever. Because at first, remember when I first brought yeah. this up episodes back, I was like, mm, I don't like how he exploits people. Yeah. And then now I'm back feeling like that again. So just don't give that man no money. Yeah. If you can find out what he should do is like help these people set up some type of social media or something he said a lot of them have cell phones that's how he keeps in touch because he does a lot of updates with people mm-hmm. he should like you know have it to where you could directly help these people right. not through him i wouldn't right. want him to be the one to right to give them the money yeah no agreed but yeah i definitely that's agree. where i'm at with him um so there's been some a lot of uh, misleading headlines posted online recently um headlines people got to understand a lot of people read headlines and get excited and just run with it without taking the time to actually read a full story and if you know anything about the media you know headlines are misleading they're meant like to grab you 90 percent of the time like 90 percent of the time they're misleading so I get hella frustrated when I see people resharing these stories because of these headlines that sound really positive or whatever, but like you clearly didn't read the fucking article. Mm -hmm. There was a lot of that last week. 
um, it was stated that ICE is now required to release children by July 17th. Okay, that's what the headline says. Mm -hmm. So if you dig, if you take five fucking minutes and dig, what you'll find out is all kids are not being released. It's only three facilities that are in the U.S. These three facilities are kids that are housed with their parents. Okay, most are not. That's the problem. Right. Thousands are not. It's under in June. As of June, it was under 150 kids that are housed with their parents. Though out of those remaining ones, if the parents agree and if they have a relative in the US that they could sign over guardianship to because of the COVID threat, they will be released by July 17th. Not all of these families have relatives in the US. Um, not all of them want to sign over and be separated from them. Right. Um, it's not a lot of kids. Like these are all misleading. So people were actually like sharing the stories relieved. Like, thank God, finally, thank God. No, bitch. Did you read any of the articles <laughs> at all? Like at all? The first paragraph even. Yeah. Clearly not. So not only is it only the fucking, you know what I mean? Like what? So probably like. 20 kids are going to be released whoever has a guardian here that they can be signed over to God that's damn, who's dude. getting and it's only from those three facilities so no the kids that are in the cages the thousands and thousands that everyone's worried about they're still going to be there they're that's not getting released heartbreaking man. yeah the majority is not housed with their parents in these facilities right so I don't want to be Debbie Downer, but like, that's the real story. So I was getting so frustrated with people that kept sharing the headlines. Like, stop getting Celebrating, excited. posting confetti and shit. Are you dumb? Do you read? <laughs> Do you fucking read? No, that's not. It's It was clickbait. You have to read the articles. You have to. You have to. Don't take just. That's just how fucking news works and journalism yeah. works. Like they make the headlines sound really good to grab you. No. Yeah. So, yeah, no, these kids are not being fucking released by July 17th. And it's fucking heartbreaking. It's fucking terrible. And July 4th is nothing to celebrate as long as those kids are still in dog cages with foil aluminum blankets. It's oh, gross. God. Yeah. That shit makes my fucking soul hurt. Yeah, it's fucking awful. I hate um, it. Did you read about the Golden State Killer? Mm-mm. So, uh, you know, the guy, Joseph D'Angelo, whatever that I they think was, was sentenced that or he. Um... So he'd been arrested already. He was a cop in yeah. California. And yeah. so he had already DNA had already linked him to hella yeah. uh, Golden State Killer cases. And so uh, recently, just like within the last week or something, he admittedly said he's the Golden State Killer. Mm -hmm. Um Essentially, I think it's to escape the death penalty. I read that he's getting um, a bunch of life sentences. Yeah, he is. But I want to say 11 or something. Yes. But by saying that, he's not getting the death penalty. That was like a deal he did. Mm -hmm. So it's like, are you really the Golden State Killer? Can you prove it? I get it. DNA linked you to a lot of these cases. But there have been cases in the past where people have said, oh, I'm the Zodiac Killer. I'm this. I'm that. And then... It was proven otherwise because you know, we they were trying to get execute a anyone anyways. True. We, we'll sit we, on death row for your whole life. Yeah, we don't. Yeah. We we don't utilize the death penalty. And I have very mixed feelings about it. I feel like as we should not until everybody that is on death row has a DNA test yeah. done. It has if to be undoubtedly. Yeah, there's no room for fucking doubt. Right. 
Right. Um, but who knows? Because I, I don't trust it unless you can prove it, you know, unless you can like tell me, tell oh, me where the bodies are or and, like, wh- what details that no one else something would know. tangible I can see. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Details, things like Cause that. Because I, I feel like that's something criminals Did have been. Did he do that? I don't know. I just saw that DNA linked him to some. And so, you know, it was it was a few. It was like maybe 13 cases or something. But like that still isn't enough because because inmates in the past have have tried to claim that they were Zodiac and shit. And they and then it comes out later they weren't. And those people are still at large. Mm. So I don't know. I, I saw that in the news and I was like, oh, no, I hope it is him. So then, you know, we know that maybe some kind of justice will come from it. I think the odds are going to be pretty good that it is either just because way, he's been linked yeah, with he you was know, raping and and kidnapping and Have you read about like shit. some of those individual fucking crimes that the Golden State Killer did? Mm-mm. They're absolutely terrible. What he would he would break into a house and it would be sometimes he would wait till one of like the father was away at work or mm-hmm. or wasn't home for the night or something. And he would go in the house. The kid would be asleep. Like they would have like uh, a woman had like a four-year-old child asleep in the other room. Mm-hmm. They would or in bed with her. He would come in, tie the mom up, take um, go get a stack of dishes from downstairs, put them on the bed so that if she moved, he, the dishes would fall off and he would hear it. He would then go tie the child up in the room, come back, rape the fucking woman. Like it was, it's horrible shit. Fuck? He did horrible shit that's disgusting like i know i've dude. heard podcasts you know about his story before but i uh i forgot you know he's there's fucking so many disgusting that's awful I-, I hope he's murdered in jail like Dahmer. yeah that's really gross yeah it is um <clears throat> i told you to watch it i know you probably didn't yet but disclosure have you watched that? It's on um, Netflix, and it's basically about trans representation in the media and in the Hollywood industry and movies, TV, all no, that No, not shit. yet. I haven't watched anything. You got to watch it. Um, oh, my God. I was crying within, like, the first 20 minutes because it's so unbelievable. It, they, it's really well put together, and it's, like, it's so unbelievable to watch tv they put hella clips from different movies from like shit that's not that old like shit that came out when we were growing up yeah you know sitcoms and movies and all this like disgusting representation of trans people Mm -hmm. and it's so fucking offensive and it's just like fuck like this community doesn't get enough credit for what they've had to endure Mm -hmm. in in society you know what i mean like it's fucking you know you expect it from maybe the 50s and when shit was just all fucked up but like to see that in the 80s and 90s and even early 2000s it's like fuck that was like yesterday even now yeah but like it's so much of it like it's not yeah. here and there sprinkled it's literally almost every sitcom had an episode all these popular movies had a scene or you know what i mean like it was a known thing for some reason Um, for black men in comedy to always have you know a lot of white men too but black men like this uh is it demasculating emasculating what's the word to be dressed up as women oh emasculating you know like eddie murphy or like all these different comics and shit like there's been a lot of film 
Um, and, you know, they kind of go into that and how that way black people are seen as less of a threat when they're fucking feminized and dressed up and all that shit. And it kind of talks about that, which I think is a whole separate racial issue. Right. But, um, you know, just Mrs. Doubtfire and just all like, you know, fucking Big Mama's house and just all these like just all these movies and just sitcoms and oh god it's crazy to watch it's just really everybody should fucking watch it everybody should just to kind of get a better picture of how these people have been fucking treated i didn't even think about how miss doubtfire could be insulting yeah it's just all that like what the fuck it's just it's we and you know to be poked fun at that's what it is really it's to Mm -hmm. poke fun at this community and make it a joke and it's always like a big joke yeah. And it's like, it's not to be taken seriously almost. Yeah. You just got to watch it. It's really fucking good. It's called Damn. Disclosure. Um, it's it's eye-opening for sure. Because, you know, I, of course I've seen it. But like when it's all displayed like that at once, you realize how much it is. Like it's really a bigger amount than I ever realized. Mm-hmm. It's fucked up. Yeah. Um, I also watched Athlete A. That's Mm -mm. a documentary on Netflix and it's about that fucking gymnastics doctor that molested and raped all them girls, like over 500. Like a shitload. So many and so many tried to report it and the fucking U.S. Gymnastics Association covered it up and, excuse me, for decades it wasn't until a lot of these girls became adults. Yeah. Because this shit just happened. They just went to court and shit in 2018. Yeah, it was within the last couple of years. Yeah, and, you know, he's he's in jail now. But it, excuse me, uh, watching that, it looks like it took for them to finally find child porn <laughs> for them to take the allegations seriously. And, like, God just... God forbid we believe multiple Multiple girls. girls. Right. Uh, just, you know, they... the association covered it up for him for so fucking long god forbid we believe one girl right let alone all these other girls and these parents that were like told let us handle it don't contact the authorities let us handle it because you're gonna fuck up our investigation so you have to let us handle it so you know mothers that have never been in this kind of situation before they're like well i trusted that they would handle it you know i didn't want to fuck it up so i you know step back and let them take over and then like 15 months later still nothing's happening and during all this time he's still molesting girls it's gross it's really fucking gross can you imagine the anger as a fucking parent yes there are some on there at the end like i was crying when they were uh showing in the courtroom and like they got to a lot of them got to come up and And give a statement yeah god i was crying yeah i watched it when it was happening yeah me too and i just it's unbelievable. And he's just sitting and there. And his like lack a of remorse. Yeah. Like a pathetic little pig. The bitch basically, when he was first questioned by, um, you know, an, an investigator, they show camera footage of that. He's telling on himself. He's stuttering. He's telling on himself. And he's admitting that he fingered them and shit. But it was like for medical purposes. Then oh, later. Are you a doctor and a coach? He's, he was a doctor. He wasn't a coach. He was a doctor. Ugh. So later, that's right. His his lawyer um, says no. At no time has he ever penetrated any girls for any medical procedures ever. 
And they're like, but we have him on camera saying right. he did with all of these girls, but it was for medical reasons. So his lawyer ended up fucking him the worst because Good. they lied. They flat out lied and probably didn't know that he had already been documented admitting that he did this shit, but, you know, trying to make it sound like it was medical. It's just crazy. It's fucking crazy that he got away with it for that long. It's crazy that we allow... I mean, we don't know, but people yeah, you like just this are not allowed trust. to be in these positions. Yeah. I don't trust anybody when it comes to my kids. And don't Barely. trust anybody to report and, and shit for you. Mm-mm. Because there's been too many cases I've seen where people just drop the ball. Like, mm-hmm. you have to advocate for your kid yourself. You do. Contact every fucking cop. Contact, like, bother them. Stay on top of it. Don't Don't depend on, you know, this, like, the mother that was featured like she didn't know any better she had good intentions she wasn't just letting it go she followed up with them all the time they just weren't doing anything and they were acting like they were so one of them actually got um arrested recently too he was like he he resigned from the u.s gymnastics association or whatever and they went and tracked him down in like i forget some other state and you know, arrested him. So they're going to be held. It's taking forever. Because you can't tell me that other adults didn't know this man was doing these things. If there's multiple, like after so long, if there's multiple allegations, like, come on. What was the dude at Penn State? Oh, uh, and and hell of fucking adults knew and they all fucking covered for him as he was fucking raping these boys. Yes. That was disgusting in the showers and shit. Yes. And he was able to do it for years because other adults. Yeah. But that was a very um, popular, you know, school for sports and football and shit. And and they were covering it up because they didn't want their school to look bad. And yeah, it's gross. That's what I'm saying. You can't depend on these facilities to report for you. Like, you have to really just say, fuck you guys. Or to I'm respect calling everybody. Your kids. I'm calling the media. I'm calling everybody. Like, we're lucky I'm not... we have social media right now. Yeah. So, if something happened, <clears throat> we can post a video or we can put up a post. And... I mean, but this was two years ago with these fucking, you know, this guy didn't, he just went to court and, and got convicted, the doctor, two years ago. And yeah. there were all up until that point, yeah. there were still girls being molested every day by him. Like, it's sick. He deserves to to die. Yeah. Like a horrible, horrible death. He deserves to fucking die. It's sad. God, those um, poor girls. It's called Athlete A, and um, and that's on Netflix, though, so you guys should watch that, just if you're not familiar with the case or whatever. It's a good watch. Mm, that's probably a rough one. Yeah. Yeah, it is. I mean, it's a good ending, because at least, you know, he finally goes to jail. Yeah. But, there's um, finally. Yeah. A story where there's, you know, punishment. Yeah, some kind of closure. Have you seen that? Um, I haven't watched it yet. We started to watch it last night, but it didn't end up. Um, it's a movie about the Mandela effect. Uh-uh. I'm gonna Is it a documentary it. or a movie? No, it's a movie <clears throat> about It's real. It. Listen. The Mandela effect is real, and I'm tired of getting caught up in it. <laughs> Do they give examples, I hope? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, what happens something... They're, they have a child and their child dies and mm-hmm. somehow that's part of the Mandela effect. He starts being like, there's either a glitch in the system or we're living in Wait, dual realities. Wait, is this realities. an old movie? Like, like early 2000s out. or something? I don't, Mark said it just came out. Okay, no, maybe it's not what I'm thinking of then. Uh, but they show the 
Like he uses the Bernstein Bears book as an yeah. example. I remember listening. I had hell of them. <laughs> at my grandma's daycare, we had so many books. Yes. And I, sp- I put that on my daughter's lives. It was E-I-N. There was no A in Bernstein. No. I would have said Bernstein Bears. Stain Bears. Exactly. It was Bernstein Bears. It was. When McDonald's, I still have McDonald's Bernstein Bear toys. Yes. Of course, there's no packaging. It's just the figures. But there might be a name on the bottom. Sometimes there there used look. to be. I fucking remember. I do too. There's it, hell of examples of that. And it, I'm just like, you cannot tell me that. No. So <laughs> I believe in the movie, they say it's one of two things. Either the, the Mandela effect is a glitch in the system mm-hmm. or there's alternate realities. And sometimes yeah. we jump back and forth. Fuck that. No, you guys are trying to trick us. Because there's so many things that I remember yeah. differently. Yep. The Monopoly guy having a monocle. Mm-hmm. Apparently he never did. Yeah, right. Yeah. We, didn't, we didn't make that up. There's a lot of them. If you Google them, I forget. It's mind blowing. It is. And it's like, you're not tricking me. I know. My memory is bad, but it's good about certain things that, you know, in childhood that I was very focused on, whatever. No. And you know, I remember. I fucking remember. Yeah. I remember. And it's it wouldn't be so many people arguing it no right? it we would be look like, like the asshole the, exactly there's so many people that are like no i'm for sure about this yes yeah i'm not buying that so i'll watch it though it's is it on netflix i think it's prime i'm gonna look for that i think it's prime <clears throat> it's a frustrating thing i have a question that was posed oh i do too how do you feel about people asking for gifts back when ending a relationship, whether it be a friendship, a relationship? It depends how mad I am. So anger I, determines that. I was talking to Will about it, and we both said the same thing. It depends on what you're asking, what what gift. So if it, if it's a an engagement ring, I mm-hmm. that's totally reasonable. Get it back because you're not getting married. Um. I don't know if I buy someone's For me, shit. it doesn't depend on what gift. It depends on how mad I am and how petty I want to be. Like, how how bad of a breakup are we going through? Like, if there's, um, if you fucked me over bad, I want shit. You know what I mean? Like, that is going to determine whether or not I'm like, no, I'm taking that. See, and my way of thinking is, if I bought it for you, I bought it for you, you know, for a reason at that point in time. But I don't want shit back that you fucking touched or looked at. I don't want no reminders. I mean, it's not to keep. You're usually getting shit back so you can either give it away or sell it. I procrastinate. It would be in my trunk for two years. Yeah, no. No. Yeah, if I usually it's something expensive and I'll be like, I'll, I'll sell that. Like, bitch, you ain't keeping that. Yeah, see, <clears throat> I'm different. I'm just like, mm, whatever. So there's variables then, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It depends Always. on situation, shit of course. like that. Yeah, there's no just standard answer for that. Yeah. And then, um, <laughs> I came across a story where, actually, it's not a story, it's a post. This is, these are real people. Mm-hmm. Um, a woman is dating and now going to marry her stepson. Mm-hmm. His dad died. His mm-hmm. dad and this woman had, you know, kids together. Mm-hmm. So he's now going to become his half-siblings. Stepfather. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Creep, right? Mm-hmm. And they're little kids. They're like seven. That's really gross. 
I don't think you should date. Mm-mm. I get it. Shit happens. You know what I'm saying? Like, there are circumstances, I guess. Maybe where, just like, fucking secret then. Yeah. Yeah. Don't make it. Because you're making other people's lives complicated now. Yeah. I think. I do, too. They're like, she's like, this is your big brother, but it's also your dad. Mm -mm. Yeah, don't do that to anybody else. Just keep your shit private. A lot of people are like, wow, you guys are really selfish. Really? That's really (laughs) selfish of you guys to. To want me to keep my love in secret? Is that what they're saying? No, no. They were saying it's very selfish of. (laughs) I thought they were like, you let them love and you let them live. (laughs) No, no. The ma- I was going to say they need to shut the fuck up. No, the majority of people are like, you guys are so selfish for for putting your own feelings first and not thinking about these children. You know, a lot of weird shit like that happens, though. Like you hear about a spouse um, dying, for instance, unexpectedly. Mm-hmm. And then that person's spouse marries their brother. Yeah. Or, you know, that's very common, yeah. like especially through through uh trauma or whatever or like when you're going yeah yeah that's a very common thing um that's why i could see this being maybe something like that if you're just around somebody and you know sometimes feelings happen unexpectedly like you didn't plan on it but it could happen an attraction or a vibe or something maybe don't bond through genitals or if you do keep it secret if it's that it's big also of a shocker. Like, but it's also like, how long were you his stepmom? You know what I right. mean? All of that plays a part too. Because bitch, are you just gross? Like, Well, long enough because like, there's like seven-year-old half-siblings involved. In so shit. it was at least seven, year, yes. seven years that you were this person's mother figure? Yes. No, you're gross. Yeah. You're gross. You, nothing about that person should make you horny if you were their mom for seven years. Yeah. Like, um, no, that's gross. Yeah, so were you looking at him as a potential yeah, because that's what people are going to think. Right. That's what it looks like. You're right. It does. That's gross. It is gross. But if it's like a stepson that was never around and then you just met him yeah. like in the last two years, it's possible some shit. You know, there's circumstances where shit could just happen and yeah. it don't be that gross. Yeah. So, you know, I, that's, I think that that's too. different. Yeah, that, that would be more different. socially acceptable for sure. Exactly, because we didn't. You know, we weren't a different dynamic at one point, and then now we're this. Like, yeah, that, yeah, that would be different. Yeah, pretty gross, right? Yeah. <laughs> Ew. You know what word I've been saying a lot? What? It was very popular when we were growing up. What? Simp and simping. Have you seen that being used a lot? No, I have not. Anyway, listen, <laughs> it is being used so much. Simp. Pl- I hope I'm not for anyone by white boys online, like to describe dudes. Who are defending girls or. I mean, I could see that. But I haven't heard that word since we were teens. Like like calling somebody. I mean, that's what it means to call somebody a pussy. And, you know, because they're using it in regards to um, guys who are taking girls out on dates. Pussy whipped and shit, calling them that. And I'm like, oh, God, are we reverting back to all on a bitch culture? Not real. No, that's different. That's different expecting women to pay for everything um, or somebody that thinks they're like too sprung and doing spending too much time with the bitch or you know what I mean? Like, I think that's separate. God, I hope because when yeah. I saw I that, don't know of many white boys that are in that all on a bitch mentality. That's that's different. I've seen that word. used. That's more like pimping type culture and shit like that. Yeah, I've seen the simp used like. 50 times this past week and i was like what the fuck 
this is like out of nowhere. Yeah, it's probably just I some think slang white boys use. Yeah, I was like, is this word coming back? Because I remember it. Never, it. I mean, it never really left. Simp is like. I, but I haven't seen it so commonly yeah. used by corn-fed white boys. You I mean. also don't talk to corn-fed white boys, so you wouldn't but I'm see all, it. But it's in, it's in some of my groups, like the office, like an office Facebook group I'm yeah. in. There's like um, white dudes in their late 20s, and th- that's who, you know, was using it a lot. Yeah, I don't know. I was just, just kind of like, oh, slang. this that's- is weird. Yeah, I don't think it ever left. Like, you know, I've... I, I'm just used to people saying pussy whips. Maybe they just found that word. <laughs> that I just genre a, of people. I think it's just a different demographic, like a different type of, you know, people talk different. Yeah. I don't think it's like resurfaced. I think it probably never left. Yeah. I was just like, oh, wow. I haven't seen this in a long time. <laughs> um. So we had a listener question. It was really long. I don't want to read the whole thing. I just want to kind of get to the gist of it. I think I remember most of it, but let's do it. Basically what happened, um, one of our listeners had a baby and, um, since like she has, she didn't have like a comfortable pregnancy and delivery and now postpartum, she's not feeling sexual at all Mm -hmm. and it's affecting her partner and her dude is like getting hella frustrated And, you know, um, kind of putting hella pressure on her to where they tried to have sex one time. It hella hurt her. So she was like, we got to stop. He got hella frustrated, kind of threw a fit then. And then they tried again another time. And she just, like, forced her way through it to let him finish. And then um, it's just been situations like that where it sounds like he's being fucking bratty about it and not considering what her body just went through. The fact that it takes a while for your sex drive to come back if it left, you know what I mean? Yes. Especially if you have like a, um, a hard delivery and yes. all of that plays a part. And I think, I think it's common with young guys. I don't know how old they are, but um, I've seen, you know, situations where young guys like, aren't very considerate of all that and they just you know they need to nut or whatever so it's like they put this pressure on the woman and um it's gross it's fucking gross and so she was telling me these situations where like uh father's day came up or like valentine's you know there were holidays and one of the times you know they got a babysitter they went out and then you know, she had plans to try to have sex that night, but it was kind of left on her to initiate it. So she was like in her phone and just like laying down next to him or whatever. And then like when she finally was like, OK, I'm going to do it. He was asleep. So she tried to like wake him up and he pushed him her off of him, mm-hmm. stayed asleep. So she was just like, OK, fuck it. Like, we'll try again tomorrow or whatever. He got up the next day and threw a fit, went hella bad on her was talking hella shit and was like, you know, um, I'm done. Like you're hella selfish, like whatever, making her feel bad about it. And she was like, I tried to wake you up. Like you fell asleep, but also why didn't you do anything? You know what I mean? Like he didn't initiate anything either. And so they had arguments about it. And it's crazy because I remember when I was in my marriage getting to a point like this Mm -hmm. where I didn't want to have sex with him. And so, um, but then I would be made to feel guilty if I didn't initiate it. Yep. And that awkwardness of like, well, you do it. No, you do it. Like, you know, yep. um, I've been in those situations before and it's kind of like, 
to me, I always want to be like, leave him. Like, that's always my go-to immediately, right? You can't do that. I know. But you know, when I'm reading this, that's my first thought. Fuck him. Get out. Yeah. Yeah, So basically he's been guilt tripping her and trying to make her feel bad. And she's like, you know, am I in the wrong? Like, am I, am I wrong for how, how I handled that and shit? Girl, I'm never going to tell you you're wrong. Like, you know it's what? very few situations, especially like this. Like, you could initiate some shit. And I don't want to give gender roles and be like, you're the man. You want to fuck so bad. Come on to me. You know what I mean? But it's like, I remember that awkward feeling so where I'm to, like. Okay. So to play devil's advocate, mm-hmm. and I hate that fucking saying. I hate it. But, Okay. He's been shot down. There's been two experiences already where they tried to do it and they had to stop, right? Yeah. And then she toughed it through that second one. And he probably, you know, if they've been together a while, he's not dumb. He knows his girl. He knows when she's fucking into it and when she's not, right? He yeah. probably knew it wasn't the greatest for her. He sounds like an ass, like a, an immature fucking brat. Yeah. Um, a little bit selfish. However, I will say as far as initiating, because of those two times of being rejected, you know men have very t- fucking big egos, and they are very easily hurt, that and that true. hurt is imprinted on them. So if you've rejected twice, or, you know, the bad, one time, yeah, there's experience. been two bad experiences, he's like, I- I'm, I'm going to wait for her to do it, because I don't want to be rejected, because That's my fucking true. ego can't take that again. I guess. No, you're right. And I only know right. this because, um, you know, there's been times where I haven't wanted to have sex. Mark and I are usually very good. We have a very healthy, active sex life. But there have been periods in our relationship where it's something's awkward. going on you go and I don't want to have sex. Yeah. Where I'm dealing with stress with my dad or... Or just not feeling good. Anything. Yeah. Yeah. There's been periods like three weeks where Mm -hmm. we haven't done it. And, you know, Mark will have tried to initiate something and I'll be like, you know, I still don't feel like it. Or, you know, I just can't. Whatever. Yeah. So then he'll stop asking. And Mm -hmm. then I'll be like, well, I was wearing blah, blah, blah. Why didn't you? And he'll be like, well, the last two times, three times you've told me no. And I don't want Wow, bitch. She's in here breaking equipment. <laughs> and, you know, he's been like, I don't want you to t- I don't want you to tell me no again, you know, so. OK. Or not tell me, you know, but. So maybe he shouldn't be ready. a bitch about it. How about that? First of all, I'm going to say I've had two very, very traumatic on my body deliveries. That is not something you heal from overnight. Right. And your sex drive is something that changes so fucking much throughout pregnancy. Drastically. And delivery. Like right now. Um, because I'm not feeling good, you know, I haven't had one for like a couple weeks or whatever, but then there's been times where it's accelerated out of nowhere so much. Like it's so unpredictable. Yes. Men need to understand that more. And you don't and have control of it. And none whatsoever. None. Hormones and are a motherfucker. is a real fucking thing. And whether or not it's mental, sometimes it can only be physical. Like your body doesn't turn back on like it used to yes. right away. It it's takes a long time. A, a traumatic or even if you have a smooth labor, your body is still went through so yes. much. Mm-hmm. Your body. It doesn't automatically go recoup. back to what it was. Yeah, exactly. I had postpartum. I had postpartum depression. I'll probably go more in depth on another episode, but that's postpartum is so hard. It's um, 
Jesus Christ, not only are you adjusting to having to rely and I mean, not rely, but take care and be responsible for this, another life. Mm -hmm. You're trying to figure out how to navigate your new role in this life. And still feel like yourself. And still be sexy Mm -hmm. wife to the husband and then yeah because you feel an obligation to your partner you do the hoe in me is like i'm just gonna go through it i'll just suck his dick i'll just do it it's transactional to me right that's how my brain works so i'm like i'm just gonna fuck him and like let him nut you know what i mean to get it out the way because like that is kind of in my head that's my responsibility so let me do that like and it's even though i hate it to even be (laughs) to think like even though i'm i'm suffering through the whole process yeah my pussy hurts fucking I'm not into it there were times in my marriage that's how I knew it was like time to fucking part ways <laughs> I started sleeping in my son's room I was like I'm done in a snowsuit we had a schedule okay I, I don't uh-uh. know if I've mentioned this before but yes. we had a schedule mm-hmm bitch it wouldn't matter what kind of attitude I had like we were we had to do it oh that makes for a real and, wet pussy oh exactly real Not. good experience even the hoe in me was like bitch you can't do this no more like you gotta stop this that, shit just you're only gonna it it's like sympathy die. fuck you know what I mean like you can only do that for so long. I so. can't imagine being angry or upset with someone and having to bang them. Because I'm not like one of those people where my sex drive is so powerful that even when I'm mad at you, I want to fuck you because I don't. Yeah. Not everybody can I want to bash you in the fucking head. Yeah. But for me, you know, I, to like save argument right. or whatever, it's like, fuck it. Suffer let's through do it. it. Suffer through it. And it was hell like I could only do that for so long and I was like you know what we're done we're done done because I'm not gonna keep doing this and yeah no I couldn't I think they need to have a long hard talk have a talk like 100% honest on the table and all you gotta say is um I understand your feelings or whatever but like don't be a bitch about it to me that's the biggest problem that's the biggest problem is men having these feelings and not knowing how to communicate them mm-hmm. without being an asshole. Mm-hmm. That's the biggest problem to me. Mm-hmm. Like you can um, be frustrated or whatever, but you got to know, excuse me, you got to know and how to valid. express yourself. Yeah, right. You're not wrong for having these feelings, but you're wrong for how you're expressing them to me. Mm-hmm. Trying to make me feel guilty, um, saying fucked up remarks, shit like that. Because you don't think I'm feeling guilty because I don't want to have sex. You <laughs> yeah. don't think I... I'm frustrated because my body doesn't want yeah. you the way that it did fucking seven months ago. So we're frustrated together, but don't take that shit out on me. Yeah. You have to know how to communicate it in a, um, in a delicate way, like Find in other a respectful ways. way. Like don't try to make me feel like shit about it. Cause that's not going to get you a good response. Right. And you know, talk to <clears> each <throat> other. There's other ways you guys can be intimate. He has perfectly working hands. I'm assuming he's not a starfish, right? So <laughs> yeah, I know. You just have these rough, hard. You have to. Combos. I mean, and that's with anything in a relationship. You have to communicate. Yep. And you have to respectfully communicate. Like we've been getting people writing in, and it seems like there's a lot of guys being dicks about shit, like um, not expressing themselves in a respectful way yeah. when they're frustrated about stuff, and that's not okay. Just like that one that told the the woman, um, "I'm only with you for the baby and shit," like. Dude, get out. <laughs> like, now, that I mean? one, we were like, leave. Yeah. Because uh-uh. I'd be quick. I mean, this is where I'm at in life, I'm quick to say leave for everything. My patience but is like this. Yeah. For if you, relationship bullshit, it's very small. Yeah. Just communication is key in any issue that you're having, especially an awkward sexual one. I just know that uncomfortable feeling. Yeah. And it's like, you don't want to come on to him because you don't even feel like fucking right now. I remember 
So before I got pregnant with Naya, I was a hundred and uh, I think sixty five pounds. When I delivered Naya, I was over two hundred and twenty pounds. I had preeclampsia. So not only did I gain an exorbitant amount of weight, then I had this horrible birthing experience where I had like twenty two stitches, and God. then. Two days later, I had to go back in the hospital for four days because I was post-eclamptic. And then coming out, none of my clothes fit. I had this baby that never stopped crying. Now you're deflated. You're not going to feel sexy for a while. And it took me over a year to even lose the weight that I gained from the pregnancy. It took me eight months to get through the postpartum. And that was with therapy. It took... It takes so it hits much. Some people harder than others, and it's a process. You have to be patient with that. Like I was just telling my daughter the other day, and we talked about it before. Babies put stress on relationships. Oh yeah, any fucking relationship. Like these are all the the not fun parts that you don't plan for. Yep. That you, someone should like normalize talking about that normalize talking about all the unfun parts that are going to happen you're going to have this hella cute baby that's going to be so fun to dress up and shit but like there's a lot of unfun parts that I think people are not prepared for and this is one of them yeah that's why I try to be really honest like when I say I hate babies obviously I'm half joking but the other part of me isn't really joking because they require so much of you part of my um, experience after having Naya is I was grieving. I grieved like I grieved fucking. I remember sitting in the bathtub and crying for an hour. I just I missed. Um, I felt Your like a death. Self. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I was nobody referred to me as Crystal anymore. I was Naya's mom. Yeah, I, I felt like I lost my identity. And then I have this sick child who just cried all the time. And I was expected to just even though I I had so much experience with kids and babies from my grandma's daycare. I still you weren't watching them though. Like that was different. Like twenty four hours though. Exactly. Like, it's so it's very different. different. You don't get to like have a break and walk no. away <laughs> ever. And like, then I felt, you know, unattractive. Just there's so many components. It's rough. Yeah. Um, just goddamn. I-, I don't miss that again. The but for real, normalize talking about the parts of parenting that that aren't fucking cute shoes and family pictures and family vacations and shit like I think I kind of dropped the ball in that because I mean nobody wants to be you know like let's host a fucking downer conversation (laughs) like that's gonna (laughs) fucking depress you while you're pregnant but like I should have talked more with my daughter and even my niece and shit that just had babies that like um about those parts so that if something bad does happen or they feel bad about something they don't feel a not normal right um or or b like they're alone in this or you know what i mean like this is this is also a big part of it and yeah i just i wish that like more people talked about that and maybe prepared young mothers there's no blueprint yeah there's no blueprint you do what works for you and sometimes what works for you isn't going to be what's quote-unquote normal yeah you know but we should normalize friends raising their kids together we should normalize the first time a dude fucks up and disrespects you that it's okay to fucking leave him you know oh hell yeah or or normalize it's okay to fall out of love with someone you just had a baby with and decide that you know what we're gonna work better as friends raising this baby together or 
you know, yeah. maybe my sex drive isn't going to come back after this baby. And, and maybe we should talk about that. I was thinking too, like how fortunate I am this pregnancy that I am single and alone and I don't have the responsibility because I don't feel good. You know what I'm saying? Right. And remember I was talking about how like I couldn't sleep in the bed with Bunny because I toss and turn all night. Imagine having a partner. Oh God. And and going through this. And, and then like, they're like, can you give me a hand job? Can you give me a blowy? Give me a blowy. On top of that, can you no. jack me off? Suck my dick? Like, no, I don't want to do that. I, I'm so happy. I don't have that responsibility I, or feel that pressure with any of I that. I have imagine. no drama. Yeah. Like, cause I remember being like, um, very jealous in my pregnancies and not feeling like as, as cute as I normally feel right. and like, uh, being very suspicious and accusatory and like just all this drama. Because of you have a partner. Yeah. I don't have any of that. It's smooth sailing as far as all that. I will be happy about that. Cause uh, I just remember being with Bunny's dad. I was trying to fight bitches. I was like, you know, I was probably being cheated on throughout the pregnancy. I know I was even with my husband. Like I was, we had issues through that pregnancy. I was being cheated on and shit. Just so there was a lot of drama that like made it a million times harder that I don't Mm -hmm. have to go through now. So yeah, if, if you're pregnant and you have like, don't be scared to be pregnant by yourself because <laughs> yeah. it's, it's very comfortable <laughs> physically, I highly but, recommend it. but I'm telling you it's drama fucking free, honey. Like it ain't yeah. no problems in that department. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I just, uh, I hope we gave her some good advice. I know. Have them talk. So Yeah don't just automatically leave. I want to just immediately email her back and be like, tell that bitch he could get out. (laughs) No, don't say you're having bitch feelings. Don't do that. Yeah. Be be, respectful. Yeah. Cause you know, it's probably frustrating for him too. He just ain't communicating it right. Yeah. He doesn't know how to use his words properly, (laughs) which is common Mm -mm. for fucking men for some reason. Yeah. So we want to shout out, um, our patrons. Mm hmm. Okay, there's a lot, but we're going to fly through these lists. All right, you want to? So I'll I'll take one. We have three. Oh, you God. take one. I'm just going to fly through this one. Um, Here, and I'll then give you that, one. and then I'll. this is the longer one. I'll you just want me do to that. do these two? Okay. Yeah. Okay, so for our new friends category, um, some didn't include last names. So okay. I'm just going to say thank you to Alexandria, Gina Caudle, uh, Jade Duplessis, if I get these names wrong, I'm sorry. <laughs> Catherine LaPointe, uh, Juliana Beatty, Richard fucking D'Amato. <laughs> <laughs> the Miracle Baby. The Miracle Baby subscribed. <laughs> Jessica Belen Saravia. That's a cute name. Brianna Freeman, Ava Alvarez, Selena Baby, Abby, Deanna Perez, Drea, Melly, Annie, Remy Harris. I know who that is. Uh, Veronica Longoria, Katie Johnson, Sarah Hiroko, William Stupid D'Amato, <laughs> <laughs> Shelby Bird, Nicole Colombo, Paula Gonzalez. Those are our new friends category. Um, friends that have seen me naked category. <laughs> You're a level up. <laughs> We tried to get creative with these titles we did. to establish uh, and we tried to, different friendships. And we were trying to go with something <laughs> that went with our show. Right. Obviously. Yeah. Uh, Trista Riggs, Rachel, Chelsea, Amanda Morels, Maria Rodriguez, Stephanie Solis, 
Logan Williams, Katie King, Le- Lisa Ann, Natasha, holy shit, Natasha Pripudinowicz. <laughs> we love you. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Christine Russell, Kayla McKinney, Carol Donnell. I know who that is. Yoshi, Yoshi Johnson, Laura, Imari Phillips, Amanda Strohmeyer, Jessica Frey, Monina Katig, Brittany Hawkins, Paige Bloom, and Drew Palmer. Thank you, guys. Okay. Don't hate me. Because I am so nervous <laughs> well, to read you these. laughing at me. Because that was great. You said, we love you. <laughs> it's hard. Because you don't want to get the name wrong and you know yeah, whatever it's not phonetically um there's no example how to say it right i'm trying <clears throat> all right so next tier is friends that will bail me out of jail <laughs> um desiree gomez andrea talamantes okay Ooh, look we're already starting out laura annette game okay g-a-m-e-z yeah how you say it i don't know i don't we're trying sin navarro veronica becky placenia katrina palmer Gemma washington i always love the name Gemma. um amanda dunleavy dunleavy frankie beverly cc olivia morse angie coneha those are two different names mm-hmm. um oh, okay not one name Carla, and then there's Lisette Mendoza Tapia, Curls and Kush, which is Brie, Little Burrito. (laughs) I love that some of them could be your name and some could not. Like, just go with whatever you want. I love it. Jackie Woodman. (laughs) I'm Big Burrito. This one is Mad mad P, Mad in just the letter P. That's me too. Yep. (laughs) That was myself. Aisha. Then there's Edgar DLT, Anita C, Hannah Sage, Maria Del Carmen de Paz. Pretty. Mm-hmm. Lati, Maya Miller, Jessica Watkins, Mercedes, Caitlin, Ion Portillo. Lord help you. I'm so sorry, you guys. Taylor Murphy, Maddie. Nikki Manina, Brianna, Bootsy Boots. That's me. <laughs> Maria Torres. Alexia Oriana. Cynthia Morales. Yay. Oh, I'm so sorry, you guys. <laughs> if we fucked your name up, we're sorry. Fuck. We tried. Um, thank you guys so much. Like Seriously. I said, uh, we're gonna. Re- I'm gonna release some of these fucking unedited videos of myself <laughs> soon. Uh, we have some other stuff coming. We have uh, thank you gifts going out. Uh, a lot of fun stuff for you guys. Yeah, I gotta go take that. If you haven't already, and if if you are interested in the exclusive content videos and interviews and whatnot that we're gonna do just for patrons uh we put the link in our bio yep so you could just or you could just go on patreon or download the app whatever and search hello dysfunction yeah my brother said and, it's um, hella easy to do it yeah like that. and then there's a little area where you can click tiers and it'll explain what's included in each tier and the price 
um, and you could change your subscription amount at any time. But yeah. And for those of you that cannot, we still love you. As oh well. yeah, a lot I of people messaged don't. us and we're like apologizing. Yeah, you don't, don't ever have to apologize. We still love yeah, our whole this community. Will still, it's still gonna be here, and if you um, join at a later date, it's still gonna be here. Yeah. So that's fine. Um, don't ever feel like obligated at all we we just love you guys for the support period you know yeah. like people Mind message blown. me about the amounts that they're subscribing and shit that none of that matters the fact you know the fact you're even doing it means so much it i'm does. not no one's paying attention to who's donating what and like you know thank right. you guys we just we appreciate it so much um and as always, if you don't want to be a patron, the show will remain the same. It's yeah. going to remain free. We're still going to, you know, continue the Facebook group. We're going to continue our posts on Instagram and the weekly show. That's not going to change. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Thank you, guys. Please subscribe if you can on iTunes if you haven't already. Um, rate and review. And that's a great way to keep us, you know, where we That helps be. tremendously. It does. It, it That's helps a us good way to help with us. our placement and um, just being on the radar to, you know, get other support. So, yeah, that's it. If you guys have any questions um, that you want us to talk about, get, give you any advice or anything, our unprofessional opinions, <laughs> <laughs> you can send them in the email or you can DM, whichever. Um, and, yeah, we'll, we'll get to those for you. So suck it easy. Go to bed. Go to bed. Go to bed. Go to bed.